Good morning, sports fans. Fill up that coffee cup and that bowl. Sit back and relax. Because live from Colorado, it's time for the Sports Offensive. Oh, sorry about the little dual intro there. I didn't mean for that to happen. Uh, but uh, it, to everyone out there in uh, podcast land, tuning in for the show, thank you for tuning into the Sports Offensive. We couldn't be happier to have you. We are back in the North Broomfield studios today, and I don't know exactly what's going on over at the park there, but there was some sort of a big party going on last night, and I think today, so I don't know if it's Taste of Broomfield or what's going on. Do you know? Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? You know what? I remember this from last year because they have all the American flags up and so on and so forth. And uh, I, I think it's one of your um, just uh, one of your little local festivals that they have uh, going on here. So you know, it's one of those things where. Uh, oops, I didn't want to sit on the Kitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, if you sit on him, he'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I've laid I've laid down on him in the bed. And he's just. You know, what I remember from last year, there was a lot of classic cool cars and stuff like that, and there's a lot of people walking over there, so they have, it looks like some food, some cars, some, you know, I guess some, some sort of taste of Broomfield or something like that going on. You know, they, they always have to like, they like to have little things going on for kids and stuff like that to, to keep people entertained. You know, like, especially when we look at Chi-Town Mike, who was out here on the show a few weeks ago, you know, he's got three sons. He's about to have four. And, you know, you need something to do with your kids. And I well, think that's course, where these yeah, things yeah. come from. And uh, so, I mean, more power to him. It doesn't bother me at all. I, I'm just not a very super sociable person. I don't like to go to those things, uh, you know, too much. Although... It might be worth going today because uh, the weather should be so nice. You know? Oh, it's only going to be in the 70s, man. Oh, I'll tell you what. God I had my CU pull over, my panoramic pano roof open, <laughs> cruising up the highway, listening to tunes, getting all psyched up for the show. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely been nicer. And yesterday, hang on a sec. <laughs> yeah, we're having a little technical difficulties with the little. Uh, uh, it's just a piece of wood. I, I thought he found a pill of some kind, and I was like, oh, "Don't eat that." Uh, yeah, a little mas- mascot gizmo here. Uh, it, never a dull moment. Uh, you know, it, it, I went golfing two weeks ago, and or no, was it a week and a half ago? Maybe it was last. You know what? I think it was last week on Monday. I think it was just this past Monday. Golfed pretty well. Yeah. Not not great, but pretty well. Walked the course over at Highlands. And uh, had a real good time. Uh, bought a few, uh, golf with my buddy Scott that I haven't seen in, in about a year. So it was really nice to get together, catch up. It was just the two of us. It's a twosome. Uh, course was nice and empty. So we were able to walk at our leisure and, and just play. And also, you know, neither one of us are, are bad players. He's actually, he's a great player. And I'm, a, I'm an average player. But I, can, yeah. but I can hit the ball. You know, like I may not be very good on accuracy, things like that. Right, but right, I can right. at least hit the ball. So, like, I won't be holding you up for an extra, you know, right. 10 minutes oh, per yeah. hole. And uh, but we were just walking and we were able to get through it quick. And that was the last day where the temperatures were like in the 70s and it was wonderful. Yep. And then since then, we kind of took a kick up and uh, it's been warm, I think, across the country and then had some pretty severe thunderstorms going on in like Texas and stuff like that. Oh, from the hurricanes yeah, my and, parents, uh, my parents flight, actually, their flight that was coming into Philly got delayed in Texas. So really delayed coming into Colorado because that is straight flight to Colorado. You know, the last time I went to a, a, a well, they call it a plan of action meeting, but like a sales meeting for one of our clients, like half the people showed up late because all of their flights had gone through Texas yeah. and been, and that was, that was back in June. So, I mean, it's not a super rare occurrence for the, uh, for the weather in Texas to be a little bit undesirable, but then yeah. 
I don't know if you watched the game on Thursday night, which was pretty much a snoozer. Oh, you know, I caught, uh, I caught the uh, – bless you, bless you, bless you. Ooh, thank you. Seinfeld, you're so beautiful. <laughs> uh, you know, I, right. I, I caught the end of the first half, and I caught the end of the game while I was running in and out and doing errands. And, uh, you know, I, I got to see Fournette's run, which put him in positive yards. Oh, that 71-yarder yeah. at the end? Yeah, that was <laughs> so, huge. I have him in one of my uh, leagues. But, 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 but I tell you what, when, when Tom Brady pretty much uh, – says he's turning the TV off because the penalties are disgusting. There's something wrong. I, we got Nate on the line over there. I know he's, uh, he's a little bit late this morning. We're oh, starting, a, starting a half hour early here today. You right. Know, special edition. <laughs> sorry, <of here. laughs> sorry if that confused everybody out there in podcast land. Uh, I need to get my uh, I'll just I mean, I'll tell everybody. I, we just need to get I need to get my hutch picked up and put up onto my desk. And so uh, my co-hosts have been generous enough to uh, not come up that to uh, to offer to help. But we need to make sure time wise we had time, so we're starting a half an hour early. So that's why we're starting early. Uh, Nate, can you hear us from there? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you well. Can you hear me? Uh, pretty decent. I think the wind is uh, is hit, was hitting the microphone, but it sounds like it, it went away now. So. Good. You know? Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still a good 15, 20 minutes away. Okay. No, no worries. worries. No worries. Well, you know, I mean, uh, before we jump into the uh, the whole Antonio Brown thing, which we're going to have to just do that first. Diva, this, Diva, is, this is just chaos. I don't even know if you saw the headline morning of exactly. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I've been reading a little bit about it this morning. So, oh, sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. uh, got him sitting right here in my hand, and I didn't even <laughs> give you a copy, did I? Um there you go. Oh, thank you. And I do have an updated uh, – I, I don't know if I told you, I have an updated spreadsheet for each of you for your gambling picks uh, each week. Yeah, I got to go. So feel free to, to log on to those. And uh, let me know if there's any adjustments. I need to Boy, make I tell you what, I wish the show was yesterday because I had you all the way last my thing last week. What's that now? It should, it should be updated. I put my picks in for last week. Uh, I'm, I haven't done it for this week yet, but we'll just talk about it on the show. So, Okay. Well, I uh, don't follow my gambling picks that I gave out there to everybody for uh, Mark <laughs> Gambling Corner last week. Lost <laughs> them both. Uh, I actually ran out of money gambling. Oh, I may boy. throw another 100 in with payday hit around. But I I'm not sure. You should. You should constantly. Every time I save enough money in the bank or to gamble with you, you're trying to frame me because I know it's going to happen. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I started the season like three for three, and then yeah. I just lost like seven or eight in a row. And so well, you can't lose that many. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I feel bad for the Iowa State and Iowa game because it was delayed, uh, three weather delays last week. That was my upset pick of the week. Uh, so that game started at 2 Mountain Time. It ended at 8.30 at night Mountain Time. That's how long the delays were. Jeez. Iowa State fumbled the ball late in the game. But I'll tell you what. If you went with my pick, you got a point and a half on the spread, <laughs> you still won the game. <laughs> I think it's just, it's priceless for me. Is like If I bet along with your, your upsets, I usually lose. But if I don't bet on them, you're like you're like almost a hundred percent. So I'm just gonna stop betting on them so that for our listeners, it it becomes more like a hundred percent. So, uh, and Nate, I did mute you real quick there, buddy. I hope it's not. Uh, I'll try and bring you on here after each question we ask. Uh, there was a lot of background noise. Yeah, a lot, a lot of wind. Sounds like you're flying down the highway. Well, and the thing that I've noticed about the way Blog Talk does things is if there's a person on a phone and they say anything, if there's any sound coming through, it dominates over the in-house sound, yeah, which I, should be the other way around, but yeah, that's I just how that it works. Too, yeah. And so I just want to make sure that people can hear us uh, during the show. And, oh, oh Lord, got to 
don't get on. I get a warm if he gets on here because he'll run up to this thing and he'll uh, just he'll end up, all around. Well, he'll he'll like cut us off of the show. <laughs> he has an uncanny ability to step on just the right keys to to pick up shortcuts. I've had him turn on stuff, and I'm like, how did you do that? And I have to search for like 20 minutes online. Like, what is the shortcut to do this and to do that? And uh, he can never figure it out. You, uh, it's, it's over here. Oh, you um, need him uh, to start uh, learning to fetch you uh, some beers in the fridge. Yeah, I, there's a lot of things I'd like to train him to do. He's going to get big enough soon enough. I think this guy's going to end up being huge because he's grown a ton in the last couple of weeks. Um, but just so everybody out there knows what we're going to kind of cover today, obviously we're going to hit the Antonio Brown diva story. Uh, we want to run around the NFL and especially the smattering of injuries that have gone on. Um, uh, are we still on? Yeah, we should be. Okay, no, I just saw a weird thing pop up there when he jumped on the damn keyboard. Um, so I guess we make sure that Nate can still hear us. Nate, yeah. you can still hear us, yeah? Yeah, I can hear okay. you, yeah. Okay, just want to make sure this guy's getting rambunctious early. But, so we want to, we want to also cover uh, – there's been an, uh, just an unbelievable number of injuries this year. And, you know, we're starting to think that – I mean, it could just be bad luck. But they're also starting to feel like uh, we're getting to that point where they need to do something about these. Uh, I know the players like, you know, not having to practice in pads and things like that. But I, I just think that this is a problem. I think it, their bodies are just not ready for the punishment. Well – you know, you know. Let's let's think about this. Well, actually, let's leave the the sports offensive trivia question real quick here before we forget to do that. Real quick. Okay. Okay. Sports offensive trivia question here right off the bat. Uh, who was the last AFC South quarterback? That's the AFC South quarterback. So that is the Colts, uh, the Jaguars, the Titans, and the Texans to lead the league in completion percentage for the year. Well, so it just seems like it must not be luck because that would be kind of the no-brainer. So, um, to lead the entire league? To like, lead the like entire league. Like all the NFL? Yep. Okay. I'll have to think about that one a little bit. Um, why is Indianapolis in the South? I have no idea. It's just the way they realign things. That makes no sense. How are they not in the North? Who's in the North? Uh, it's uh, 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 Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Ravens, uh, Ravens and who's the 13? Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Ravens. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cleveland, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Well, oh, I, yeah, which one of those teams would you take out? I don't know. Maybe you that could put the Ravens in Baltimore. The well, yeah, but you can't. Well, yeah, then you can move Miami to the south. Yeah. And then who do you move out of the AFC south? They have, uh, you got the Texans. You got the, uh, they got the Titans, the Texans, the, at the hard one. Uh, <laughs> the Colts, right? Yeah. And are there now? You, oh, the Colts would be out. Move the Colts over. Then move the Ravens over, and then move the Dolphins over. There you yeah. go. We'll just fix it for the NFL. And Come I'll, on, tell you, I'll tell you what, you know, the Colts would make a better NFC team to actually be the, the, the stop the Patriot dominance over there. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. AFC. Yeah. AFC, I'm sorry. But, uh, of course, with luck now, John, that's going to be a crazy thing. But uh, anyway, uh, so back to what we were going to cover. Uh, we're going to also go over the NFL and the injuries that are going on. We do want to review the top ten players for the yeah. fantasy position. It is not a normal year, folks. It is. No. And with these injuries, holy cow. And if you drafted Antonio Brown, uh, Nate, I'm going to mute you real quick. Sorry for that. Um, but if you, if you drafted Antonio Brown, you got that one decent week out of him in week two, but you may have only That's, get one week out of him the whole season. Yeah, he, he might not be back. We might have seen lots of Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, just on the top of your head, just just your gut reaction. Does he get signed by anyone else this year? Uh, considering uh, the, the, the latest thing was he sent threatening text why he was signed by the New England Patriots to this woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's the latest thing, and that's why he was cut. 
So but if you you're going to get signed, I don't think he'll get signed. So I, I don't think so either. I just I think he's too toxic this year. Yeah. Next year, maybe. But you know, Ray Rice, that was it. Oh yeah, he was done. You know, now Antonio didn't hurt anybody, right? So may, you may be able to put that, you know, in a different context because I mean, beating someone is different than almost anything on else. video. Yeah, but I mean, still just beating somebody. Yeah. But uh, and and while, but I mean, you can't make threats to people. I mean, no. that's just as bad. And, and, and they're, they're, they're documented threats on her text. Yeah, why you would you send that. that kind of thing? I mean, he, uh, this guy's got to be the stupidest guy on earth. Well, you would also think. Uh, I guess it just goes to the same thing, the complex with Bill Cosby and people like him uh, or and Harvey Weinstein and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, why would you think that you need to, I mean, you're, you're wealthy. You've got, you know, you would be able to get, you could, I mean, if you wanted to hire women, you could hire the, the, the most attractive. Oh God. Excuse me. Woo. Twofer. Um, <laughs> you know, you could hire gorgeous women, even though it's not legal, but you could do that. Right. Um, Go to Vegas. Yeah, I mean, but or, I, mean, you know. I mean, tell me how many, how many, if he took off his shirt or wore a midriff, wherever showing off, I mean, I guess I'm on train on, on hard knock. Yeah. The guy's got a physique like an Adonis. I mean, he's like Tre- Terrell Owens used to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're telling me you walked out to the pool dressed like that, wearing your bling, and, every, and and even if the women didn't recognize who you actually were, they would notice quickly that all the guys were like, oh my God, you know, it's so and so. You're telling me that he couldn't pick up an unbelievably gorgeous woman in three seconds? Yeah, I mean, come on. Why? I mean, so that's why I say it's like the Bill Cosby and like the Weinstein thing. It's a power thing, right? Yep. Like he just wants to be able to say, "I can have whoever I want." Yep. That that's what it is. I mean, and it's 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 astonishing that you know, with with everything going on, and and you know that that Britney girl before she she passed the statute of limitations, uh, mm-hmm. before she wanted to get it out, before she got married, so on and so forth, and um, with that I, coming I didn't out, know that part. oh yeah, yeah, she 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 even said she's like, I wanted to say this before I got married. Blah, 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 blah. This happened, blah, 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 blah. And the, then with the Patriots, knowing the what Patriot way to send threatening texts to a woman. I mean, this is just idiotic. Now, so I know he like sexually, I don't even know what the right term is, uh, insinuated, which I don't know if that's illegal with, you know, I don't know if that's like breaking the law, like saying like, you know, like is exposing yourself. Well, he didn't expose himself because he did have a loincloth, I guess, covering his junk. Um so I don't know if he broke a law doing that, mm-hmm. but the that one didn't accuse him of any sexual actual contact, right? He didn't. He she wasn't saying that he actually did anything. I'm saying that, now the trainer said that he raped her, correct? Yeah, I believe so. That so if I, I off the top of my head, because there's there's this timeline is so messed up when you look at it from start to finish. Well, it's so hard to keep out disinformation these yes. days because people will try and spread disinformation so that you don't know what's true, right? right I mean, that's right. What we, see, we see that all over the place. And so I, I, I'm not sure. I apologize that I don't know. The, I mean, I just don't know any of these people close enough to, to know the fact uh, other than what, you know, the evidence that you can see. But I think that's the accusation is that yeah. with, with the one that was painting the mural on his wall and that he threatened was because she refused to have relations with him. Right. But I got the feeling that he that the, the trainer was saying that on more than one account, he forced her to have sexual relations. So I think that's the difference. Yeah. So please, uh, you know, take my apologies if I'm incorrect on this. Um, so there's a big difference there, right? I mean, it just there's nothing good about either one of the things that he did, but there is a difference between you rape somebody and right. if you – uh, and if you you know uh, make someone uncomfortable, I guess you shouldn't do either. But I think there is a difference. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Why is it? And we'll bring Nate on to answer this question as well. Why is there a statute of limit statute of limitations on any crime? 
You know, that's a really good question. Um, there shouldn't be. I, and, 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 you know, the, you know, the funny thing is, is if you go back right now, um, Colorado changed their DUI laws. Mm-hmm. And um, you, if you had a DUI 20 years ago, it should be expunged from your record. If you get another one today, that DUI now comes back up and you're a multiple offender. So there are some no statute of limitations. And I don't know why this particular instance, there should, there is a statute of limitations because there shouldn't be, you know, this, this should be, if it happened, it happened no matter how long it takes to get out, so on and so forth. Now, I guess the, um, Proving it is much harder the longer you wait. But as we saw in Bill Cosby, they're going way back to, you know, things that happened at Temple and so on and so forth with, with, this, with some of these people and back into the, the Cosby show days. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, just copious, right? Yeah. And, you know, Felissa Rashad came out and said that she never witnessed any of this. You know, which of that was the surprising thing. Well, I, think not, was, I don't think Felicia Rashad would just stand up for him for no reason. No, I think that. And also, like, Keisha Knight Putnam said the same thing. That yeah. was, uh, she played Rudy, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I don't think, I don't think Bill Cosby was like a sexual um, addict or whatever. Right. I think that while he did do this for power and things like that, I don't think he had, like, uncontrollable sexual urges. Yeah. I think it was just, I think he got off on basically taking a woman without her permission yeah. and, and also often without her knowledge, you know? Um, and I don't think that he was, I, he was, a, I mean, he's an awfully smart guy. Yeah. I mean, he was a brilliant comedian and made a lot of money because he was so talented, not just that talented, but he was so smart business wise. So I think with him, it was um, that he never did anything inappropriate with somebody who could get him in trouble. Right. Like he never, he never made inappropriate contact with someone that he was on a show with or yeah. worked closely with. Yeah, it makes sense. I think it was always other people. Um, makes sense with the whole divergent of character there. Right. Um, but as far as like statute of limitations, the DUI doesn't really qualify because you got ticketed for the DUI. So you were done within the statute. It would be saying, um, well, we pulled you over for drunk driving you know, 18 years ago. And now we want to prosecute you, and we didn't back then. That would be a statute of limitation. Okay. Why there's a statute of limitation on rape or anything like that, I don't understand. Like It's like if evidence ever comes out and you did the crime, shouldn't you be punished? Yes. I mean, what, why does that – it's like with – you know, you see that movie Spotlight with all the priests in Boston and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like there was a, there's a crazy statute of limitations on, on you know, what they were doing with these kids. It's like why is there a statute of limitation? Should be. You know, so um, I don't know uh, – if Antonio is actually going to get charged, uh, they said they couldn't prosecute it. Oh, they did. For yeah, his trainer? I, I, I saw that for the trainer. They could not. Pro- oh, you're up on the desk. Oh, couldn't. They couldn't prosecute it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I saw that come across. The, I think it was either Thursday night or Friday morning that they would not be able to prosecute him for that. And then all of a sudden, it came out that these texts came out of threatening texts, and that's exactly when they cut Antonio loose. And I saw it come breaking at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon mountain, that he's gone. I couldn't believe that. I was in a training session at work, and my buddy uh, was, like, you know, like motioning to me. And I was just kind of like, huh, what's he trying to say? And then I went over there, and he's like, dude, Antonio got released. And I was like, what? And I was like, if the Patriots released him? I thought the Patriots would run it out to the end. I mean, they would just claim ignorance. But with what happened with Robert Kraft and uh, his massage uh, oh, yeah. enjoyment, um, I can see how uh, that became – probably something that was too toxic for that team. Oh, yeah. And just toxic overall. I mean, it's just like anybody well, in and, any and, other situation. And, and the thing is, you've got the text message proof right in front of you. Yeah. For, everyone can see it now. Yep. Pictures worth a thousand words, especially exactly. when the words are actually printed on the picture. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, 
do you think – so the Patriots claim that they had no idea about any of this when they signed him. Do you think that's true? I would believe that's true. You know, I, I would say that's true because the Patriots are an organization that they do their due diligence. And when they do these things with Josh Gordon, obviously that's an addiction problem and a problem with, you know, drugs, alcohol. So whatever he's into. Right. Um, we know he smokes weed. So we know that. And we do know that. We do know that. Um, that's, a, that's a more of, you know, the Patriots helping him. This is a completely different situation. Patriots are helping him trying to get his life together and be a viable functioning football player. Right. He's going to be one. He could be one of the best in the league with, oh. with, 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 with his talent. And on uh, that team? Yes. It's like I could have had, so, I could have had 35 you know, touchdown catch. So, you know, the Patriots are going to do their background. When Josh came back to them, they're going to look at what he did to take the steps to get back to where he wanted to be. So with Antonio, I'm guaranteeing you the Patriots organization and their hierarchy did the research of what was going on with Antonio. And then all of a sudden he just let out, let loose this tirade probably thinking he's above God because he's a Patriot now and can't be touched. Well, it's just interesting that it seems like they were saying that the Patriots did know about this. Okay. Or maybe the Raiders knew about it. Oh, this, the Raiders knew about it. But that the Patriots didn't. Okay. And all you can think to yourself is how did one organization know about it and one organization not, you know, I find that that surprising and a little bit dubious. That's a good question because, you know, organizations kind of keep stuff to themselves. They don't really talk intertwine about certain things, this and that and the other thing. And if the Raiders knew that, if I was the person on the Raiders and let them go to the Patriots, I wouldn't want to let them know that because the Patriots could get fined and lose the draft pick. Right. (laughs) I think the only downside for the Raiders is they didn't pick up a draft pick when when they lost him. Uh, hey, Nate, I'm going to bring you on real quick here. I'm sorry I had to mute you again because there was just a lot of background noise. What is your feeling, A, on why, why is there a statute of limitations on anything? And number two, you know, do you think the Patriots were completely oblivious to this when they signed him? Um, I, I think that the Patriots were oblivious. I, I believe them when they say that because what, what do they really have to lose if they admit that they did know? So I don't know. I guess – Maybe their reputation a little bit, but it just doesn't really make difference to me. Uh, as far as the statutes, Mark, the only thing behind any statute is the burden of proof. Um, also, the you know witnesses and such. Like, you know, what is what are you going to remember? I mean, I barely remember yesterday. You know, what are you going to remember? about something that happened, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, and how accurate is it? Um, I guess just that's really the only thing I can think of. And evidence, you know, might be hard to come by and hard to prove, and uh, I guess that's the only reason I could really think of. You know, and I think that brings up a really good point because I watched um, – Netflix has a new documentary series called, like, Explained or Why This Happens or whatever. Watching me going for that burrito. Um and uh, it was interesting, an interesting special because it talked about uh, what, every episode something completely different. You know, like how does the heart work, or why do our why do our brains or, or that you know just you know or um, you know political correctness, how does that work, and all that kind of stuff. And they're really good. And the one that I watched was on um, brain and memory, and it was crazy because it basically talked about how people will have like I think they said almost up to ninety percent of your memory is negotiable in your brain. Like your brain can change the facts and it can continually change facts for the entire time of the memory. 
And every single person, though, will believe that they are 100% accurate in their memory because they kind of like remember what they want to remember. I'll tell you one of the most famous lines from uh, Seinfeld right there about beating the lie detector test in George and Sansa. <laughs> if you really do believe it, is it really a lie? <laughs> right, exactly. Yep, yep. I, I, and it, I, I think that that's interesting to think that. Is it possible that some people that you consider like everyone's had that boss that was a habitual liar, right? Oh yeah. Where the, the boss just couldn't be honest and tell you what the hell was going on. Um, I had one of those years ago. Thankfully, I haven't had very many. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they maybe they weren't just like lying. Maybe they just misremembered everything. And uh, I don't know. It was, it, we had an interesting training session at work yesterday. Was like a culture training thing, and it was a big change. And it was just kind of like how you approach things. And one of the biggest things about it was the one thing that's so hard for people to do is own up to, to a mistake. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's actually the best thing you could ever do is own up to a mistake because then people can actually believe or, and you can try to replicate or uh, repair Mm -hmm. what was incorrect or what you did wrong. And I'm talking about the worst part of what happens often and what hurts businesses and trying to achieve their goal, and I think this would apply to a football team or baseball team or anything as well, is that if you're not willing to own your mistake, and you know, first of all, you have to acknowledge it, right, mm-hmm. and take ownership of it. This is my fault. Doesn't mean it was all my fault. Doesn't mean no people, other people weren't involved. It was my fault. It was my job to get this done, and I didn't own up to that. Now, in the future, how do I fix this? How do I? How do I succeed if this happens again? You know, it's like that's how you improve. And I think the Patriots are a great example of that. Yes. They don't make the same mistakes twice. They don't. No. You know, so maybe this cutting of him was like, you know, we held on to Randy Moss too long. And it wasn't way too long. He didn't really hurt us, you know, long term, but he did damage that year, right? Mm -hmm. When they got rid of him halfway through that year, that was not a year they won the Super Bowl, I don't think. Uh, who knows, right? They they only win like eight million Super Bowls. So, um, but I don't think that that was one of the years where that happened. And I think that hey, 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 don't give them that much credit. Eight million. <laughs> now, come on now. <laughs> hey, the last team to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl were my damn Eagles. <laughs> yes, and we are very happy that they did. I will. I will root for any team. I mean, I would root for the damn Chiefs to beat the Patriots in the AFC title game. Um, you know, even though I wouldn't really root for them to, to be in the Super Bowl, um, but to beat the Patriots, yeah, I'd have to uh, I'd have to root for them. Nate Dog just stepped in here, so we are going to connect him real quick. So I apologize for uh, if it sounds off for a second here or two. And then let me turn it on. How about Nate? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you uh, can you hear yourself? Good enough. I could, you could probably turn up the fudge. You move up his uh, gain a little bit. That's when yours. Yeah. There we go. All right. Cool. All right. Well, welcome. Uh, Oh, looks like you got some new collectibles, huh? Yeah. Magic of the Gathering cards? (laughs) (laughs) What do you got on top there? Oh, boy. Mickey Mantle? Oh, Mickey. Is that a rookie? No, oh. hell no. <laughs> if that was a rookie, I wouldn't be sitting here. would <laughs> be in Vegas. <laughs> How much would a rookie, uh, let's say a rookie grade eight mantle be worth? Two million. Holy wow. guacamole. You'd be flying us to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. there's. Not, I think there's only a couple eights out there. Ten, maybe? Is there a ten? Yeah, one, three. Three? three. What is that? 
There's three tens. How much is that? No one's ever sold one. I mean, it's been so long, you know? Right. Like, I think the last time one was bought, it was so many years ago, it wouldn't even, the number wouldn't even hold water. I mean, if you think an, yeah. think about it, an eight goes for two million, two. a ten probably goes for five or ten. Yeah. So. Ten million dollars. For a piece of cardboard, dude. Whew. Just amazing what, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do they say? What is something worth? It's worth what yeah. you pay for it. I think yep. this you one's know. this is a nice mantle. It's a sixty-four. Uh, his rookie's fifty-two. So oh, this wow. is twelve years 12 in. Twelve years in. What's the grade on that one? Uh, this is a six. A six. Okay. So pretty nice, actually. You can see it's off center, but the corners on it are really nice. So that's gotta, like, is that usually the is that usually the hardest thing to find is, is is sharp corners on a baseball card? It depends on the older ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anything older than 1970, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to find one with yeah. sharp corners. Because they'd have to have they just deteriorate, a, you know, unless they're in well, some and, sort of protective right, cardboard. And they didn't yeah. even have like they probably didn't even have plastic protective sleeves until I, a certain. Time, I mean, I guess know? probably not until the 60s, probably. Yeah. So I mean, I could see yeah. how a number of these cards would be like, well, it was just in a box. You know, see, it's funny you say that a guy, one guy that I buy from on eBay, that's his whole deal. His dad was a collector and he has all these cards that were kept. His dad kept in the old cigar boxes Uh Uh, because that's how they did it or that's how he did it back then. Um, You off to show you guys the page. I mean, this guy has cards up to ten thousand dollars on his page. Uh, He's got some incredible stuff. So kind of cool. Yeah. So where do we go to find a grade eight or better Mickey Mantle rookie with that where no one else will have looked. Yeah. <laughs> do we Somebody's to, attic, I guess. Yeah. We, yeah. We just need to go. Anytime we see about some, hear about somebody who is older dying, it'd be like, can sale. we come, can we go through your, uh, I just bought cards? a bunch of stuff at an estate sale. It's uh that's one way, but people are wising up, you know, like yeah. most people, if they're, you know, doing an estate sale and they see a Mickey Mantle like that, they're going to oh. know it's worth money. Right. Maybe not how much, but they're going to know, they got something of value, right. but it's like when they—I can't remember what it was like. Uh, was it the, was it Kevin Smith's, uh, you know, comic show, oh, or uh-huh. or uh, it might have been um, it might have been uh, what are those two? Uh, uh, what's it called? Pawn Stars. Oh and, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. I, I've seen some stuff when they have like Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Show up on those. Yeah, shows. yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it's crazy that people are like, I don't know what this is worth, but I thought it might be worth something. And then all of a sudden you see them trying to lowball the people, you know, and be like, oh, well, what did you want for it? And it's like, oh, I wanted like a hundred bucks. And they're like, oh, sweet. Each piece in here is worth a hundred bucks, you know, so, yeah. so they make the deal, you know. Um, so, uh, but moving back into Antonio Brown, I don't know if there's a whole lot more for us to say about it, but it's just, it's one of those things where we, we I, I personally, I don't know if you heard this, Nate. I don't think he's going to play this year. Mark, you said you don't think he's going to play. I don't, not this Nate, year. Nate, do you think he's going to play again this year? This year, no. No. I would say that's probably next to impossible. And I've heard yeah. some people saying that this might be the end of Antonio Brown. Uh, it certainly could be. It certainly could be. I I don't think it is, though, because I just based on what's what's kind of been going on as far as the the first thing, they can't even prosecute. So right. it's a civil suit, right? right? It's a civil suit. So It's just I, more about the bad PR, right? Yeah, So, but, I mean, once a team knows what his – uh, what his punishment is. I just got your shirt. Yeah. Nate's wearing a shirt that says "Welcome to Tattooing," and I yesterday was uh, when I went to the movies. I wore a shirt that was uh, "Save Moisture Farms," oh. and uh, and had a picture of all the moisture nice. things on there. It's a good so, reference. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, but yeah, I think you know the, 
there's going to, it's going to take some time to do an investigation, you know, and, and whatever the NFL does, no team, I don't think is going to sign them until they kind of understand like what the punishment's going to be. If there is one, you know, like, Hey, you know, here's what we found with Antonio, you know, yeah, there's a civil suit going on. He was cleared of the rest of these charges, you know, just because of what's gone on, we're going to suspend him four and, games. And let it be known, he is not on the exempt list right now, so he is a free agent. So I looked into that so, this morning. I think that's probably maybe what you're going to ask. But um, as a free agent, he gets suspended eight games. He doesn't necessarily have to be on a team. Right. He's eligible to play eight games later from his suspension. Oh, just eight NFL games. Yeah. Later. Yeah. So um, – that's something that could certainly happen and he could get signed later on. But yeah, I think the chances are slim to none that he plays again this year, but just because of kind of what's happened, even if the pro, even if he has to give up a settlement and, you know, give up a bunch of money in this civil suit, I don't think he's ever going to get prosecuted. There just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of evidence. I feel like it already would have, there would be an well, investigation I, I, yeah. or pending charges already. You know what? I guess well, I mean, you kind of almost need to have a rape kit done after the act, right? Because otherwise, how do you? Well, you do. You do. Yeah. So for, for I, to have I guess any evidence. What are the, what are the, what's in these threatening emails that he sent? I guess is what's the context of them? Is, is oh, have you not seen them? Oh, I haven't seen them yet. I, I oh, yeah. I, I, I read them all. Oh, they were all there okay. on uh, ESPN. Are these no, threatening emails like recent? They're like, Oh, he, very. He, he, he threatened him. after they came out, right? They, oh, he threatened him when, when, after he signed. And what were the threats? Yeah. What were they? Oh, it, I so they were him. kind of veiled threats, you know, like included pictures of her children, you know, and it'd be like, it's a shame if you, you know, like don't get to see your kids or, you know, kind of like, whoa, like not like we're going to do anything to you or your kid, but like maybe we're going to get you in trouble with, with child protective services or with the state and you can't have your kids or something like that. Uh, it was, I mean, they didn't post a hundred percent of the stuff and I, I didn't read it that closely. You know, mm. I mean, it was more reading the story, but um, there was about six or seven uh, and it included pictures of her kids. Like um, he sent pictures of her kids in these threatening texts. And that was when her attorney then called the NFL and, and the Patriots and said, we would like this intimidation, uh, intimidating behavior to stop. And the Patriots cut him. Is that against the later. law? I don't know. Laws are so weird. There are so many things that aren't illegal that you think should be, and there are so many things that are illegal that make no sense. Yeah, and I, and it could be I don't know that there'd be a federal law, right? It probably I mean, it's would be not against the law to think about killing somebody. No. So it, how when does it become a crime to threaten someone with murder? I don't right? know. Where do you draw the line? I, I don't know. It's, it's probably a judge or a jury's decision, right? Because but is it even illegal? I don't know. Because to, you can, you can make that? a – I mean, if you're on Facebook and you go – you know, someone pitches you off and goes, screw you, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Now, these days, it might – maybe it's become – maybe there have been more laws passed about that because of all the shootings that have happened. But I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I, if we got a lawyer out there that wants to call in and tell us, uh, number here is 929-477-3204. Again, uh, 929-477-3204. Uh, it'd be great to get an answer to that question. What, yeah. what, when, when, when does something become a crime? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, you can't thought crimes. That now you're getting into 1984 book territory, right? But even brother. even said crimes, you know, like you said, I'm going to kill you. 
Right. Like that's just words. It doesn't mean anything. Right. I right. mean, it's sure. Well, certainly, that, it's a threat. Mm-hmm. But is that illegal? Is it a viable threat? Yeah. Is it a, is it illegal to threaten someone like that? I mean, I could threaten to body slam Andre the Giant, but it's not really a threat because I couldn't pick him up. But it's so weird. Like, so we were at work. You know, my last job. One of the, there was an employee that called in a bomb threat. <laughs> and I knew I knew he did it after the fact. Wow. Was it Mackin? No, no, no. <laughs> Just, that, yeah. That's illegal. That is yeah. really yeah. illegal. Mostly because of the resources that were sent to mm-hmm. you know, Making see what was threat, going yeah. on. We had uh Homeland Security come into the restaurant and ask us all a bunch of questions. Oh wow. So it was pretty really? scary. Yeah. I guess a domestic I totally, bombing threat is a terrorist threat. Probably. That's a terrorist yeah. threat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Interesting. Well, you know, uh, so like you said, I don't really know that Antonio is going to face criminal charges. Yeah, I don't think My so. My guess is that anyone, because of the kind of money that he has, I mean, if someone did make a threat to you, right, you were like, you were worried about it, but then it got to court. So now, obviously, they can't do anything, right, because now they're, they're the first person that would be suspected, you know, they'll, I mean, they'd, they'd be thrown to the rafters, right? So yeah. you, now you don't think anything's going to actually happen to you. But then, wouldn't would you take money over getting them in trouble lawsuit wise? Like, if if you could get someone thrown in jail for two years or three million dollars, which would you take? Three million dollars. Yeah. Three million by far. Yeah, yeah. And he. But offered, I'd ask for six. Yeah. And at one point, <laughs> there was a settlement offer of two million from the first woman for Antonio to just, you know, go away. Do a yeah, sign a non-disclosure agreement or whatever it is, you know, and 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 consider it gone. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm still amazed she didn't take that, but. But then maybe, you know, I mean, I could also, I mean, I've never been raped. So maybe that's a completely different thing. You're like, you know what? It doesn't matter how much money you offer me. It's you need to pay the, you need to pay the piper for what you did. I don't know. So anyway, we'll go ahead and move on from Antonio. I mean, he's going to be, I'm sure we're going to get plenty of drama from him in the, in the weeks and months ahead. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I, I, you'll you'll see him in an NFL uniform beginning Some of next point. year yeah. yeah too talented too yeah. talented not to yeah i mean when you're we talk top five talent yeah but uh if nothing else i want to congratulate shy town mike on let, drafting antonio brown and getting one game out of him this let year. let me ask you one quick question about it why did the patriots release him what was the reason i think it was, it was right after those threats were posted, it, it was right, right after the the text that, that he, when they found out that he texted those texts why after they signed him is like we can't have that I mean, it probably just exposes them to some kind of liability if they don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works, but you know it's, how the laws it's more. Are. It's I mean, more of an image thing. I mean, you think about it. Right. You think about then why did they special... sign him in the first place? Well, they didn't. Well, well they don't know. They didn't know either one of those allegations when he signed. Exactly because he had been dropped. By they the say that. Right. Right. But I mean, he was he was dropped from the Raiders because of his attitude. Right. Not because of these allegations. So. Yeah. So you know, I think this is just this is kind of a po- a post Raider drama thing that we're all finding out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think his release from the Raiders really had anything to do with this legal stuff. No, no, I don't think it was all his behavior with the team, uh, missing practice, and that was his talking smack to the GM. GM. You can't do that. Well, physically threatening the GM. Yeah, right, (laughs) right. All the field. Yeah, going to beat you. I'm going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. Just obviously, just an just guy's just a fool. But it does make you wonder how how crazy his time with well, Pittsburgh really was. It's yeah. up there with some of the biggest falls from grace. I mean, yeah. he was $30 million richer only a few weeks ago. Exactly. And he blew. <laughs> oh, he went from 30 to 15 to zero pretty quick. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was, I mean, just this year, 
he was going to make a small fortune. Uh, so just, you know, idiot, but whatever. So before we jump back into uh, in the rest of football, we thought we'd cover that thing first. But I do want to just cover a little bit of baseball. We are getting down to the very, very end here. We got basically about a week left. Uh, I don't even know if we have a full week of games left. Um, who you got there? Another, oh, Mickey. another Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Jesus. That's only a 2.5 grade, is yeah, it? Yeah, that one is. So why is that such a low grade? The corners are bad and the centering Yeah, bad? centering and soft corners. Yeah. Okay. So wow. there's a lot of things with grading companies, too. So this is actually the same company, BVG and BCCG. It's Beckett. Oh, okay. Uh, this is Beckett something grading, and this is, yeah, I don't remember what yep. they stand for, but yeah, this, is a, this is kind of a cheaper version. And so these grades aren't, don't hold up as well as like a PSA grade would. Oh, really? Yeah. But this BVG, they're pretty much on par with a PSA. Okay. They kind of grade pretty similar. So these a 2.5 and a BG, BVG is going to be a lot nicer than a 2.5 and a BCCG, if that makes sense. So a lower grade on a higher rated grading company. Hey, hold up, will be uh, hold up, Evan. Let's get some on Instagram. Yeah, you there. want some uh, some Mickey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really bad glare yeah, over maybe. there. Oh, we'll bring it over on this side. Yeah. So we're gonna throw all these. Right, we're yeah, gonna go throw ahead. these up we're on Instagram. We've got here, uh, get this one too. This all of the cards nice that card. Nate has brought up brought up with him today to show us that he's uh, gotten for his collection. So we will post these on Instagram. And uh, take a gander. You can find our Instagram page by going to the Sports Offensive with underscores between the words. And you can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter if you want to like us and follow us there uh, under the handle at the SPT Offensive. So, again, uh, head on over to our Instagram. JP is going to post some pictures of uh, some of the best cards that Nate's brought up to show us. Yeah, these are definitely (laughs) some of my nicer ones. And who's the uh, who's that uh, Yank? Oh, it's, oh, that's Hank Aaron Braves. I gotcha. Yeah, these um, two are Hank. These two here are Mickey, and then and this is a Cal Ripken rookie card. Oh. And then these three here, I got or four, I got Burt Blylevin rookie card, Brooks Robinson, just like regular, uh, Billy Williams and Steve Garvey. The uh, oh, Steve Garvey, yeah. yeah. Burt Blylevin, the uh, most undeserving. Uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, fringe Hall of Fame player. I disagree. I think it's Harold Baines. Ooh, oh, good argument. Good argument. The only reason, and I, I, I agree with you, but yeah. the only reason I might devil's advocate for uh, Harold Baines is he was the first ever true DH and, and was great at the position. Not that, I mean, being just a designated hitter is necessarily yeah. a, a different than hitting, period. But it was it, it is it is different than you're not playing the field. You're not in the game the same way. <laughs> Maybe we should have JP look this up. I'd love to compare his numbers with a guy named Dave Parker. Oh, Dave Parker. Dave you Parker? remember Dave but Parker? Didn't Dave play in the field? The co- was his name the Cobra or the... I don't know. He played for the A's. I know that. Yeah, so he had a great career. Uh, yeah, he's he, a, he was also a fringe Hall of Famer. I don't know how what his like career numbers are compared to Harold Baines, but maybe that's why they put Harold in just to kind of like um, give the DH position some clout, I guess. You know, um, you know, you saw you're gonna see Ortiz. Did he already go in? 
Did he already go in? Is he eligible to go in? Yet? It takes five years. Yeah, boy, I don't, I don't think he's eligible. eligible. I don't think he's eligible yet. He might not be. I think he's only been out of the league three years. Because I mean, boy, you'd think he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer the way that guy. Plays. You want Dave Parker's career numbers? Yeah. Okay, so he uh, he has two thousand seven hundred twelve hits, three hundred thirty nine home runs, career batting average of two ninety, uh, twelve seventy two. Uh, twelve. I already said runs. RBIs fourteen ninety three, stolen bases one fifty four, and on base per percentage of three nine nine. Okay, three, so three nine. So four hundred homers, a few under that. But right? can you can you bring them on a separate tab? Can you look up Harold Baines? No, so we can kind of compare those numbers. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, Albert Pujols' career batting average just dipped below three hundred for the first time ever. Oh, oh really? That just happened last. I think it happened last. He needs night. to have a good finish the season <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then retire. Yeah, I, just, on, I, I, just, I had to throw that in there since we're talking averages and. Albert's got a three thousand hits, doesn't he? And four hundred home runs. Five hundred. Six hundred. Six fifty. Oh, so we're looking for Howard. Oh, Howard Baines. Yes. Right? In fact, I think he's quite close. He's within twenty or thirty of seven hundred. You know that would make sense. I mean, the guy only hit you know. 40 home runs like every Ten season. Years in a row, yeah. Um God, he was so good. But boy, the the Cardinals to me still look like geniuses. I mean, while he was Oh, good, they got rid of him. He was about he's one been, good year. He's been productive. Okay. Sure. But sure. He, hasn't he hasn't been, been a, like not a 30 million dollar man. A 330 45 home run guy. No, he's yeah. been more like a 290 or 300 with, you know, 22 mm, home runs. If that. I 100 think ribbies, you know, in the first he, few years. Yeah, I think lately he's been about a 250 hitter, so. Yep. Okay, I got Harold Payne's stats him. here. Now, now remember it the, the the home run stat for uh Parker was 339, not 399. Oh, okay, 339. Um so all right, hits 2866, home runs 384, 384. Okay. Uh, career batting average 289. So lesser average, a few more homers. A few more homers. A few more homers. But now here's the other question. Well, the 290 to 289. So you're, you're talking a point. Yeah. Oh, one average. home run. Oh, but right. batting, batting, batting average is basically a wash. Yeah. 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 Now, how many years did they each play? That's important, too. Uh, also. That's good. Let's see here if I can. RBI and stolen bases. Uh, the, the RBIs are twelve ninety nine for Harold. Oh, so um, he has less than Parker. Parker has fourteen something. Stolen right? bases. He only has thirty four. Oh, and Dane. So Dave had yeah. a lot more. So Dave, Dave had over almost a hundred more steals and almost yeah. two hundred more RBI. So he's a much better hitter, I would say, career wise. But it's it could be played, argued, yes, he played in a position that's normal. And not DH. And yeah. like I said, I do accept that DH is not always going to be easy because he you DH'd don't play in though. the field. He definitely DH. I think he did, but oh, I, yeah. I I know that during that World Series with Oakland that he went to back to back years, uh, he was playing left. I believe he played left field. Okay, yeah. I can tell you this. I found down how many years uh, Dave Parker played. He played nineteen years. Yeah, nineteen years. And let me go to Harold Baines here. Right I think back. he was pretty close to that. Um, he played twenty two. Yeah, twenty two years. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to be a DH because what are your chances of getting hurt? Way less. Way yeah, yeah. Of course, you can hurt yourself sliding into a bag or something like that. But, so, man, injuries seem to seem like they happen on the field. Yeah, the home run thing is the only thing that, that's really a big difference there, you know? So, I mean, those home, two are – you could argue – Homers and stolen bases. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that those two are basically the same player as value goes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Except what's more valuable, a guy that can also play the field or a guy that has to DH? Because Harold was only a DH, right? You're, he you're right. That's field. a good point. I didn't think of that. But then Ortiz, see, he breaks that mold 
because Ortiz was such a good hitter for so long. Not just a good hitter, but a clutch hitter, too. Absolutely. He always came through. Big pop, he always came through in that clutch. Oh, yeah. So, um, you guys made me think of something else, though. Is is Mike Piazza in the uh, Hall of Fame already? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There he goes again. Uh oh. Oh boy. He's been going off the Has he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm probably gonna have you turned that fan off. It's probably Oh yeah. Piazza's in the hall. I mean he's he arguably that about thirty times. <laughs> he's arguably the best catcher of all time. Uh, best hitting catcher, you think? Yeah. I mean I, who else is, who else would even challenge him? Maybe Johnny Bench, I would say. I don't even know if John it'd be like three more times. Uh Johnny Bench maybe uh Fisk? Or Fisk wasn't that good all the time. He was more of a clutch kind of guy. I mean, Maurer was a dang good hitter for a while, but not like sure. no he didn't though. have the power numbers that Bench or Piazza had, mm-hmm. you know, but he had some 340 years where he batted 340, and he actually won the batting title at least twice, yep. if not more than that. So Piazza he was Oh yeah, Piazza was dude. Some of he had some crazy He batted 363 years. one year. Yeah, and, and, didn't, fit, and didn't win the MVP because uh, that was the year that... Uh, Sosa or I think it might have been a Sosa. McGuire. Yeah, it yeah. might have been a Sosa. Yeah. Or Bonds. No, no, Larry Walker. Oh, oh Larry Walker. Walker. It, was, it was Larry Walker's 49 home run year yep. in Coors Field. Wow. How are the Rockies don't have a 50, 50 home, home run, run guy? I was just going to say yeah. that. <laughs> I just found I just that out. It's impossible that, that they don't have one. Yeah. yeah and how about that rookie that walk, just hit his 50th? Oh, Pete oh, Alonso. Yeah. yeah, how about that? Yeah. I knew He's he only close. two away from Judge's record now. Yeah. With what about a week to go? So he could wow. do it. Bell- how, how did I feel bad for Bellinger? It's like everybody caught up to him. Yeah, his batting average is now like three hundred two. I think he's got forty-seven home well, runs. He just I had think. such a beginning to the season. I mean, he was batting four hundred in July almost. Yeah. Oh no, great. I mean, I still think he's the MVP, especially with Yellich yeah. going out for the season. Yeah. But boy, if that Alonso, you know, if he cracks fifty-five homers. I don't know, man. He's got an argument. And they make the play and the Mets make the playoffs. I you think they're the almost Dodgers, out though. The Dodgers it's could make the playoffs tough. even without Bellinger. They'd certainly rather have him. Yeah. But if they didn't have Bellinger, the Dodgers are so deep, they could still survive. Yeah, that's yeah. that is an argument against Bellinger for sure. Yeah, Mets are not going to the to the playoffs without Alonso. Oh, yeah, even no they way. Do, but yeah, I think you're right. They're in trouble because you know I actually printed that out here on the notes, um, and we should talk about this real quick. Is kind of what we're looking at for the playoffs because you know we're getting pretty close. Yep. Um, we're not going to see a whole lot of changes happen. So Houston looks like they're probably locked into that number one. The Yankees could still. Oh yeah, take Houston's it. are almost already clinched, haven't they? Oh, I thought they were only two games different on uh, on the standings. For I'm not sure. I know, I know the Braves clinched last night, and they clinched back-to-back for the first time. Houston's since, uh, clinched the, div- the division. Yes, they've definitely clinched the division. Oh, that's what I thought you were talking yeah. about. No, no, I'm sorry. Home field advantage. Oh, no, they're only a game apart. Them only and the a game Yankees, apart. I mean, yeah. They both won 100. Dodgers need one more win for 100. Uh, I don't think the Twins or the Braves will quite make it. They're at 95 wins. So we could have 300 win teams again, which is, we haven't, I mean, we had that like a few years it's ago. It's possible. They'd have to pretty much win every game this week, but wow, that would be pretty wild. That Imagine if they both did it. Have that many 100 win teams? teams? That's probably never happened. No, no way. Yeah. That's, baseball's tried so hard to have parity that that's almost like, yeah. um, by the way, you can close that drawer if you want, or that cupboard. I only have that open to try and entice him to go in there and take a nap. Oh, uh-huh. um, and he's back to going for your feet. I oh. don't know what it is about your feet 
that he likes so much. I was showing JP. I actually bought these these moccasin slippers yeah. to wear around the house because he got so into uh, attacking feet. Now, if he gets bad, let me know. I started spraying him. I, ah, I, 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 I don't know, Nate. Do you got some stra- strawberry love jam on your, your toes there? Or what's going likes, on? He just likes that toe jam, <laughs> He does man. like him. Yeah. Loves that little toe jam. Um, so we've got Yankees and uh, and Astros. I, I, so who knows who to get first, but I think the Astros are, are – I actually think the Astros are a better team than the Yankees only because that three-man rotation is so just devastating. Um Yankees, of course, the healthier they get, the scarier they're going to oh, be. That's a, that's they a, just lost their best pitcher, though. That's yeah, huge. Yeah, we hadn't gotten to that yet. So German uh, Marquez, is that you say? No, uh, no, German, uh, uh, Domingo, Domingo Herman. Okay. Herman, yeah, yeah. I keep getting him and the Rockies guys' names confused. That's that's huge. So domestic violence accusations. So he's been put on the commissioner's list or whatever. However, they do it in baseball yeah. while they do the investigation. Yeah. And if that investigation lasts all of the postseason. That, that's not good news for the Yankees. I mean, they need starters. That's that's their only Achilles heel. Yeah. Now, of course, they've got that incredible bullpen yeah. that helps them bridge the gap from. I mean, they could even do a. Uh, they could even like switch to a uh, Tampa Ray uh, style kind of pitching thing. Like, oh, this guy's going to open every game for two innings. This guy's going to do the next two innings. It's worked, man. They're going to make yeah. the playoffs too. The Bra- the Rays, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, they look pretty good. I mean, they're the, they're the fifth team right now overall. Uh, so they've got 91 wins. So do the Indians, uh, and so the Athletics have 93. So yeah, uh, the A's will be the number one wild card probably. So yeah, so maybe Tampa will get squeezed out. You yeah, never so, know. So it's gonna be Tampa or Cleveland. Yeah, one of those two is going to end up making it uh, to the playoffs. And then uh, you've got the Oakland Athletics again. You know they're not gonna win their division, but they're they're gonna win 90 95 games or or more. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we got to give all so much credit to Billy Bean. He keeps doing it, man. This is he second does. year in a row that they are going to make the the playoffs despite there being some juggernaut teams elsewhere in the in the in the American League. That guy just does his homework, man. But more than anybody else out there, he knows what he is getting when he gets a player. Better, like he just knows exactly what he's what he's after. You know, well, and you think about hiring. You know, hiring people is the hardest thing in the world to do. Yeah, hiring somebody who's going to show up to work, do the job, and not just go through the motions, right? Do the job. Right. I can tell you from from my company, and I'm sure both with the, with the places you guys worked at in Boulder, and then your your current job now. You know, you hire people. I, we had a temp program, right? And everybody knew it was temporary. And I think we had a hundred percent turnover for a four week project. Oof. I mean, you would think. If you're working at a temp agency, you file with a temp agency, you would think you would need a job. And you're like, well, but then you only, you know, and then the amount of time people call in sick. I mean, you want to get to a point where you're like, so you worked here for three weeks. You called in sick four times. You know, it's like at least, at least have the, you know, maybe have the, uh, maybe have the respect to say, I have to go take care of this today. And that's why I'm not coming in. Don't say you're sick. Or just say I'm not coming in. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they always run the risk of them saying, don't come back. Well, I think but... people say they're sick because it's hard to fire someone when they call in sick. Right. It's hard. How do you prove that they're not? Right. You don't know how someone else feels, you know? So anyway. Um... I'd say bring me to the doctor's note. I've you done, do. I've done that before. You do. You have that right. I, I've, sure. done, I've done that with the iron pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm sick. I'm like, go to the doctor and give give, give me the note. Yep, that's usually a three-day absence thing, um, <laughs> because if you and, and well, I guess it comes down to is if you do you have insurance? Because if a person doesn't have insurance, telling someone to go to the doctor could be a ninety-dollar visit. Oh yeah, and Easy. so you know if you're like if you're broke, you don't have ninety bucks to spend at the doctor. Again, 
um, you know, you can usually tell the difference too, though, right? Because someone you're like, okay, that person's here all the time. They work hard. They called in sick. Even if they're not sick, whatever, gonna benefit. Oh, I'm out. talking about people that are habitual missing workers. Like, yeah. the, like that person <laughs> that calls in like every other Monday. Oh yeah. And you're like, how could you possibly be sick every other Monday? Yeah. Why is it always Monday you're sick? Yeah. I mean, like, you just got paid, and we don't see you for two days. <laughs> right. Like the number of people who miss Monday is staggering. Friday is also pretty heavy, but Monday is staggering. Oh yeah. You know, it's like if you're gonna, Monday blows, man. Yeah, but if you really want to take a, <laughs> if you really want to take a day off, take Tuesday. Take Wednesday. Take take when everything's in the flows going. People are too busy to really notice, you know. Yeah, it's Monday that that people gives, will always remember. But that not only does Monday blow, but it also gives you an extended weekend, you know. Which is why it's such That's, a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Why it's such a big deal, right? Right. It's like, well yeah, everybody everybody wants a three day weekend. Why don't you just schedule it? You know, why why don't you just take that off? Especially if you have a if you have a job that is PTO. Right, so that you have you know, you just have one time bank. You don't have sick and and, yeah. and vacation time. Why not just take a day off? <laughs> Say, hey, I want to take next Monday off. Is that cool? Most bosses would be like, oh, you want to do okay, you know, you want to use your PTO, use your PTO, you know. Uh, but of course, if you're a temp, you don't have PTO. So. Right. Um, on the National League side of the playoff picture, Dodgers are probably probably going to get the the number one seed. I, I think, think it's all but locked down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how could they not? Well, they're up by four games. With six or seven to go, right? Let's see. So we got 91-55. So, yeah, seven games. Yep. So, um, so it looks like they're locked in. Braves should have that number two sewn up. Looks like St. Louis is probably going to get that central title. Uh, it's not a guarantee. It's not a lock. But, it, you know, it like they always say, the average – uh, conventional wisdom is one week for every game back that you are. So right? the Cubs have lost two in a row, right? Two Milwaukee. Uh, well, yeah, they've lost four total so in a row. Milwaukee's two in a row to Milwaukee. Since Yellick went down, Milwaukee's been on a tear. Mm-hmm. Right, and I thought for sure we that they were going to it. drop out. <laughs> and how about this? Milwaukee's at a negative twelve run differential for the year. Ooh. A negative run differential, and they're in second. <laughs> Excuse me, second place and winning ninety games. Arizona did oh, that a few games. years ago. Yeah. So, you know, the Central actually looks like the weakest division, which is always a, a nice thing as an NL fan of the Dodgers for me. Um, well, St. Louis it might look as the weakest division, but it's the most competitive division. It's definitely the mo- at least in the National most League. Fun, yeah. yeah, most exciting division. Um, so, I mean, Milwaukee is now in second. They're now up how many games? On the, they're up two games on the Cubs. And how many games is Washington up on them? Um, Washington has two less losses. Mm. They have the same number of wins. Mm. So one okay. full extra game, but one full game behind in, and they're in it's two games in the loss column. That's, that's the important part, yeah. right? Yeah. You can't huh. take away losses. You can add wins. You can't take away losses. Right. So if you're behind on losses, then you're in trouble. So, or I should say the other team controls the destiny, right? Uh, yeah. It's funny. Washington would make the playoffs after all that they right. missed last year. And then they got rid of, and then Harper leaves, and now they're now they're going to probably go, yeah. Yeah, so very interesting there. Um, Obviously, no one else from the NL NL West is going to make it. I mean, I think the Dodgers have a twenty game lead over second place, and who is even second place now? It's Arizona today. Oh, they've kind of pulled out a lead. The Dodgers have a thirty three game lead over the Rockies, who they tied for the division last year. Good God, thirty three, a thirty three game difference in a year. How many oh. games did the Padres end up winning? Uh, they're at 69, and they are three behind the Reds. 
Hey. Your bet is looking pretty good. I cannot believe the, the I cannot believe Cincinnati or uh, San Diego has just fallen, given up like that. I don't know what happened, man. They were doing pretty well up to the break. I just think that their hitting wasn't nearly what they thought it was, and it's they just lost some key you know? players too. I mean, Tatis was kind of their big, you know, their big hitter, and boy, when he went down, that you saw that difference in their offense. Right. You know, he was batting leadoff, kind of their table setter, and. Uh, you know, he was having a hell of a season. And I don't think I'm not sure table setters get in the current in the in the in the home run era get the recognition they deserve. How huge it is! How and, and, and I guarantee a lot you, of home run hitters are leading off this year. Yeah, that's really odd. That that's more of a Twins let's just do it. Yankees them, do it. Get my home run hitter more at bats. Cubs home do runs. it. I remember asking my dad one time. I said, "Would you rather have a player?" And this is this was back before the explosion, you know, in the, in the late '90s of home run power. And I asked my dad. I said, "Who would you rather have on your team? A guarantee, a 400 hitter or a 50 home run guy?" And this is way back. Right, this is before 50 home run guys. And that hadn't happened for a long time, right? Because mm-hmm. between Cecil, I mean, it was, until Cecil Fielder did it, it hadn't been like a 20 year gap or something. There was with, a long you know? time, yeah. And I remember my dad saying 50 home runs, no question. I said, even if he's even if he's like a terrible hitter, like a 215, he's like no question. And so why isn't 400? You know, that's that's amazing. He's like because a 400 guy on base doesn't necessarily mean me any mean any points. Yeah. But mm-hmm. or runs, but a home run hitter, 50 home runs, every home every home runs and a guaranteed run plus whoever's on base. And I thought, you know what? That does make sense. You have to score. You have yep. to get the points to win. Yeah. You can be pretty or ugly as you want, but you have to get those runs. You're right. At first glance, I think I w- I'd be like, well, I'll take the hitter. Yeah. Right. I'll take the guy that hits 400. But uh, your dad is is definitely right. Yeah. Um, I mean, to have somebody not only drive a runner in, but drive themselves in too. Right. You know. Right. And, but it's, um, it's, that's, a, it's a guaranteed run. Yeah, every time. it's a guaranteed run. And think of how many games you've seen that are lost by one run. Yeah, that run is all it makes all the difference in the world. And what good is the guy that hits 400 if nobody can knock him in or right? he can't score? Just get so. stranded on base. Yeah. But what I was going to say about the A's that made me think about that was uh, ever since the Moneyball thing started, and even though it's not exactly the same Moneyball now as it was then, because obviously other teams have kind of picked up on that theorem. Yes. I think they do still focus huge on on-base percentage. And one of the things that has made it so enjoyable for me to watch the Dodgers in the postseason the last two years has been that they have in ex- extremely high on-base percentages. They just don't strike out very much. They don't, they just don't, they just, they get on base a lot. And like they say in, that, in the movie Moneyball, or if you read the book, you know, it's like, you know, do you care how we get on base? No, just get on base. Because if you're on base, yeah. things will happen. The pitcher goes into the stretch. The pitcher's nervous. The catcher's watching. The players play a little closer to the bag for steals. I mean, there's little subtle changes that up your odds. And every percentage odds you increase in baseball, yeah. I think you're better off. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, you know, being able to take a walk is a skill. Uh, knowing your strikes. Why, why do you think Barry Bonds was so good? Because he knew his strike zone probably better than any hitter ever, except maybe Ted Williams. Um, those, or Hornsby, remember the, yeah, Rogers the quote from that umpire? Yeah. The pitcher said, hey, that was a strike. And he goes, if it's a strike, Mr. Hornsby will let you know. Yeah, That's <laughs> right. He will. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, those guys, they were just – it was a skill set that just gets overlooked, you know. Um, I think like Ricky Henderson – he was a, a, an incredible table setter, but he did so many other things too. 
You know, he had a lot of home runs. Oh, that guy for a leadoff guy. Crazy good. He had, you know? he had the most leadoff home runs. Well, most home runs to lead off a game in history, right? And yeah, oh yeah, it's like forty or something, forty yeah. something times where he has led off a game with a home run. Um, the other thing that I found just incredible with him is his stolen bases. I mean, it is oh, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> like he is so far in a way better than the next guy, which is uh, Lou Brock, I believe. Yeah, he. And yeah, then Lou Brock is actually pretty far in a way the next best guy. Is 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 uh boy? I wonder who. Would it be? Let's see. Ty Cobb has got to be up there, right? Oh, and Steele. Yeah, JP, you should look at the Steele leaders. And let's try and guess a little bit. I'll here. bet he's top ten. So, so Ty Cobb we know is up there. Trish Speaker probably up there pretty high. Yeah. Um, Willie, uh, uh Vince Coleman. What, what about Willie McGee? Did he get? Was he just uh, a hitter? Vince Coleman stole a lot though, right? Vince Coleman had some steals. He has Barry be. Bonds has a lot of steals. Yeah, but not like okay. I've got the stats for you right now. All right, hold on. Let me try to get, like, the top five. Let me hear you already So we know Ricky Henderson's one. Yeah. And we know Lou Brock is two. Now, number three, I want to go with Trish Speaker or Ty Cobb, but I don't know. Mm. I'm going to go Trish Speaker. You do your guess. That guy for the Dodgers stole a lot of bases. We Willie Keeler? Well, Keeler and Reese. No, uh, Maury Wills. Oh, Maury Wills. Yes. I would say it might be Maury Wills. That's a great one to pull up. Yeah. Okay. So who's number three? Oh, Nate's got to look on his face. Really? Uh, Well, who's number three is Billy Hamilton. What? 914. He's third overall? Yeah. Wow. Did you know that? Billy Hamilton from the Cubs? Not Billy Hamilton. This the recent last few years. Oh no no no! This is eighteen sixty six. Oh oh! <laughs> I was gonna say there's no way it was the guy the guy that it, played it, for the Reds it, and the Royals. William Robert Sliding Billy Hamilton. Okay, I know. December sixteenth, eighteen sixty six to December fifteenth. That guy hit eighteen sixty six. They took they had records in eighteen sixty six. Yeah, they did. I, I forgot. Baseball. <laughs> that guy. Well, I pulled uh, up the picture and it's this old black and white. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> wow! Somebody in one of my football leagues <laughs> just dropped Damian Williams. He's out for one day. That's uh, one game. That's who are the weird. two? Or who are four and five? Four and five. Four is Ty Cobb. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. Ty. Yeah. Okay. Ty Cobb has Over eight ninety seven, so just under nine. Yep. And then what? A little bit behind him, Tim Rain. Tim Rains was. Oh yeah. No. Tim Eight oh eight. Eight oh eight. Is Vince Coleman near that? Vince Coleman's next. Okay. Yeah. Vince wow. Coleman seven fifty two. Yep. Well, we did pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. You know what? Come to think of it, uh, we're past time for the sports offensive trivia question. We do. Nate, did you even hear the trivia question today on the drive-in? I didn't, actually. Okay. Well, let's get that. All right. Sports offensive trivia question of the week. Who was the last AFC South quarterback? So, Indy, Jacksonville, Titans, Texans. Okay. uh, To lead the league in completion percentage. So, we know it's not Andrew Luck. Who is the last one to lead the league in completion Completion percentage? How do you know it's not Andrew Luck? That's just too obvious. Hmm. So is Peyton Manning too obvious too? No, I think that's long enough ago that that could be. Steve McNair? Would that be a good guess? I just don't know what his completion percentages were. I don't know. He was a pretty high – he had a pretty high rate. Hey, get away from my burrito. Um, burrito. Who, play, who is the quarterback that played – Brunel. Remember Mark Brunel? Oh. Well, Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. And that's part of that division? Yeah. Huh. 
he could possibly be the guy. Not Blake Bortles? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's not. Who else is in that division? It's Jacksonville, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, Colts go team, go team by team. It's the Colts. It's either Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning. I mean, right, they haven't had anybody. Exactly other, I mean, I guess Jacoby Brissett, but he didn't. Right. Have, he, he, he didn't play a whole season. No, and he. Uh, who played the season that Luck was or that uh, Manning was out? Was oh, it Curtis Painter? Scrub. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson, I don't think has done that yet. Broken that record and. They haven't had anybody that good. I mean, was had... Hasselback in that division? Didn't he play? Hasselback was he the, the one Colts. that played for the Colts? He played for the Colts. Boy, wow. I, I mean, I guess if I had to make a guess out of all those guys, I would. Be, it's got to be boiled down to either Mark Brunel for me or Steve McNair. Okay, those are really good guesses, man. I don't know if I'm able to compete with you. Um, but boy, your Peyton Manning guess is good. But I mean, this is like who led the league, and this is the whole league, right? Not just whole AFL league, whole or league. AFC. So, man, I don't even know. See, my guess is it's going to be something really long ago, like nineteen, like seventy-five oh, really? or something. No, um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna go with Warren Moon. Okay, that's incorrect. Okay, darn. Yeah, it, it's not that long ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> Were either of mine close? No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So give us the year. 2006. Oh, so it's Peyton Manning. Oh, is it Peyton Manning? Uh, that's, nope. It's not Peyton it's Manning. It's not Peyton Manning. Uh, 2006. Who would have been? So Brunel was probably 2006, right? Yeah, but he, he said it's not Brunel. Right. So, and then we know Peyton Manning for sure. Uh, so 2006, who else would you have? Um, so the Titans, who came after Steve McNair? It's not Steve McNair, right? Br- Brunel. No. no, no. After Who came after McNair for the for the Titans. I thought it was Brunel. Oh, Brunel played oh. for Jacksonville. Or oh, for the Titans. Titans. Sorry. Um, boy, who did they have? Who the hell played for the Texans? Was it David Carr? Or or oh, his brother David Carr. It Is, might have been him. What's the, who's the one that plays for the Raiders? Derek. Derek. Derek Carr. Yeah. Okay, so David Carr. Is it David Carr? That is correct. Yay. No shit. Uh, I think I don't, it's blocked out, but I think you remember it being 68.3 or 64.8. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's David Carr. And yet they I never told had... you I had a good one for that you. That is That's a good one. That is a good that one. Was tough, man. I'm, I'm impressed we even got to it. <laughs> At least we answered it. You know, it took us like 45 answers, but we got there. <laughs> well, we were, I mean, process of deduction. There was only so many more guys that could have been. started. Named, I think he was probably the last eligible guy. Right. I mean, right. Think, and think how fast he got run out of the league, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor that guy. He got end. sacked like 50 oh, yeah. times a season, too, because their line was terrible. Yeah. He's oh, a real every year that line was terrible. It's so he unfair, that poor up. guy. Um, yeah. So just going back to baseball, uh, do we think the Cubs are going to miss the playoffs? Kind of looks that way. Boy, that would be trending. A, that trending. would be a trending disaster up. for it them is. because they yeah. have been fighting so hard to say that they weren't a fluke that one year. Yeah. And this will really hurt their cause, especially when you look at Milwaukee. So Yelich is gone. Who the hell else even plays for that team other than like the pitchers, you know, <laughs> the, the, the relievers, Jeffries and Hader, we all know. Uh, obviously, they still have, uh, what's his name? Braun, right? He's getting yeah. older. Uh, but he doesn't it, even do really. Still, He's like a, He's a part-time guy. Right? I, say, I don't think he even plays full-time. They have Thames yeah. still? Yeah. Do they have uh, – did they pick up Alex Gordon? 
No, they got Mustakis. Oh, they've got Must. Oh, he's not. He's not with the Braves anymore. Who? Nick Mustakis? Oh, Mike Mustakis from the Kansas City. Yeah. That's who they got over. That he plays help. third base. And Segura's gone. Who plays second and short for them? Uh, short it, it was Arcia, but then they. Oh, been... Arcia's having a great year. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Arcila. Yeah. Yeah. Brad had him. He had a great year. Boy, Brad missing the uh, fantasy championship was a shocker. Huh? Yeah. But but then again, in our league, I, I can only remember two times. Right. <laughs> I can only remember two times the best fantasy baseball team in our league winning the title. It, it's going to be close. Brian's right there. Both of them are close. And Anderson yep. is, Anderson sent me pictures yesterday. Awesome picks. Uh, he's over in Morocco and, oh, wow. uh, for Carlos' 40th birthday. And Jeez. Brian sent me these pictures of him on a camel, you know, as they're oh. walking through the, the desert sands, you know. And uh, it was so there funny. There could be a lot of jokes made right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, before Brian left, he said to me, he goes, you know, I got to be careful. He's like, I'm used to going to Europe and other places like that. He goes, I got to be careful because I'm going to a non-white area and I'm about as white as they come. And I went, you know, you really are about as white as they come. He is. I mean, but I mean, but he's also one of the nicest, most genuine people in the world. So I'm like, dude, that, that, that'll shine through no matter where you go. People yeah. like people who are genuine. That's all that ever matters. Yeah. But it is kind of a, you know, it is kind of a different thing. But then, you know, Carla's good friend, Beth, she, you know, she was a traveling nurse. Yeah. She ended up going to Qatar and she kept going back because she loved it so much. Yeah. I mean, getting paid really well. And I mean, just a live a life of luxury out there, you know, and then she ended up marrying this Muslim guy. And I don't know if she's converted or not. I don't know if she's religious at all, but, um, they they came out to meet them in Morocco, and because they're in, they're living in Qatar, okay. and so they're all met in Morocco. So they have somebody oh, wow. who speaks the language and knows the area. Oh. Two people that a couple that knows the area really well. So that'll help. Uh, you know, I'm sure that made it a good experience. But I mean, the pictures look great. They look like they're just having an absolute blast. And I keep looking at Anderson, going, man, just one day let me make enough money to kind of that's the life I want to live, man. I just want to travel. That would be my favorite thing to be would be to travel. But traveling is expensive. If you don't have you can you need five to six thousand dollars for trips like those. Oh God, yeah. You know, I mean, because you're going to just pour out money. And I mean, I, he's frugal, so I'm sure that he finds the best deals he can. But still, I mean, just the flights alone are are going to yeah. cost you a bundle. You know, yeah. so so but, cool I've got culture. a quick question for Nate. Yeah. What's the most valuable baseball card out there? Right now, currently. Yeah. So the Honus I mean, Wagner it's got to be the Honus Wagner. Okay. He is number ten on the all-time stolen base. Um. Yeah, he was, a, he was a 723. Very high. Because I just saw that, and I was like, yeah, he's got one of the highest career player. averages. Him oh, and yeah. Cobb and Triss, I think, are all on the I top. think he's yeah. number two. And that cat of mine has learned to climb up the ironing board to get up on the counter. Wow. I mean, that thing – and, and uh, JP was commenting, it's been two weeks since he had seen him. I think grown, like – he almost he's doubled in size. He's big. You know? Oh, easily, yeah. He's going to be a big motherfucker, so hopefully he can uh, – but he did kill his first spider last week. Oh, uh, brought his first spider to justice, so I was very <laughs> proud and gave him a lot of kudos. It was so funny. He was in the bathtub and he started like meowing, like really like distressed meows. And I was yeah. like, I thought something was wrong and he was hurt. Turned on the light and there he was, just batting the spider back and forth. And I forget he just talks. Yeah. He's like the most talkative cat I've ever had. He just wants to talk all the time. And so if he's doing something, you'll think like, Are you hurt? Are you hurt? And then you realize he's playing. You know, and you're like, Oh, well, that sounds like you're hurt. You know. Or, like, he'll do the same thing when I close the windows and he can't smell outside. He'll just cry and cry. And I'm like, well, I don't trust you in the middle of the night not to try and tear that screen and get outside. Oh, my god! He's got no fear, right? It's just like so funny. It's like most of, uh, you know, our friends' dogs. It's like if they met somebody who treated them poorly, they wouldn't know what to do. Be like, wait a minute. There are people who don't like me? You know, there are people who don't love me? What's going on here? Yeah, Betty's um, the same way. 
So it looks like uh, in terms of uh, finishing out that division looks or the playoffs looks like Washington will get it. So let's just go by how it was when I grabbed this off of the off when I made the notes. So first round uh, wild card A's versus Tampa. Who wins? A's. A's. And I'm going to go A's as well. Um, just seems like they have a better team. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what, if that uh, if what's his name comes back and I don't know if he's pitching again already or not. Uh, the guy that I had that went on the DL in like May. But was amazing. Glass now. Oh, Glass now. If Glass now is back and healthy, it's a one game, a one game playoff. Oof. I know Manea probably for the, He's going to be back in the A's? next week. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's back already. Oh, okay. I know he missed most of the season for me. Uh, okay, Washington. Well, first of all, Milwaukee or Chicago? Who makes it? Well, I gotta say Milwaukee at this point. Yeah, I'm going with the hot hand, Milwaukee. I'm gonna say Cubs. Cubs have the experience, yeah. but uh, I, I think it's really I think it's a, I think it's a coin flip. Do they play each other this week? I don't know. See, I I think the pressure's on the Cubs because they want to prove that they weren't that one hit wonder. Yeah, and that that's all the pressure in the world on them now. The yep. Milwaukee has no pressure. Yellick's out. They have an excuse. Yep. they can just go play ball. Yep. Um, so Milwaukee has lost two games in a row to the Cardinals. And they play them again today. And tomorrow, probably. I'm sure, yeah. And then they yeah. finish uh, – no, that's the – oh, that's it. They finish with – so they play St. Louis today and tomorrow, then play Pittsburgh for three, and then St. Louis for three. Oh, boy. So wow, that's, I might uh, have to change that. I guess maybe I will go with Milwaukee because that's uh, – that's that's gonna be hard. They, uh, let me let's see who Milwaukee plays. That's oh, that, that was the Cubs. That, that's that's the Cubs. oh, that's oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Cubs have a tough, that's tough, tough finish. I but mean, they the all they gotta easy. do is stay within three games. Right. Oh man. I, so I don't think they have a shot because Milwaukee plays Pittsburgh today and tomorrow, then three at Cincinnati, and then three at Coors Field. Oh boy, they're winning at least half of those games. Yeah, I, they should. So they I'm should. A, I take it back. They, I'm, I'm going to go Milwaukee. They, they, could, sweep the, they only, could sweep the Rockets. And the only reason I say this like, like, like it's a done deal is because they already have a two-game lead. Yeah. So that, that's, the, that's yeah. the thing. They, have to, they would have to lose two more games than the Cubs over those last ones, and the Cubs have a much tougher schedule. Well, we'll that, see what happens. Way tougher schedule. The difference could be Chicago could end up playing St. Louis when they are already clinched. And they could bench everyone. Right. That's true. But knowing the Cardinals, they don't like the Cubs. They probably no, no, won't. No. They'd be that's, like, that's a like bitter nothing. rivalry. We'd love yeah. nothing more than to stick it to say you. Goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know the Dodgers love to get to the Giants. Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to say Milwaukee case. So it's going to be Milwaukee versus Washington. I'm going to go ahead and go with Washington because Max Scherzer or Strasburg both have been very good this year, and especially lately. Yep. JP? Uh, you know, I have to say Washington because they just kept winning, and my Phillies couldn't get any closer to them. That's very true. They just yeah. couldn't the get Phillies it. played they well, and they, could, and they, they couldn't make they, up any they ground. They could not make any ground up on them. Yeah. Nate? And it's Washington and who? Uh, Milwaukee. Supposedly. Theoriously. Right. I right. think right. with the pitching, with, with Strasburg and Scherzer, i got to go Washington. It just seems like you would say, you know what? We're going to put one of you guys as a starter, and one of you is going to be the first reliever. Yeah. You know, I mean – We'll get one game playoff. Six innings and six innings. You got twelve innings covered right there. I, I, I would give. Them. But Milwaukee's real good at those at, at, at close ball games and late ball games. So yeah, it, it, and it they got a fun playoff. Milwaukee has a super talented bullpen. So so talented, so yeah. talented and thick. Yeah. Deep. So yeah. Uh, okay, so then it would be Houston versus the Athletics. Houston, Houston, all the way. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, it could be a three game sweep with. Yeah. I mean, Cole and then. 
Verlander and then Granky. I mean, that's just not fair. Yeah. Um, Yankees versus Twins. You know what? Believe it or not, I think the Twinkies can win. I think they're built to beat the Yankees. In a in a short series, yeah. It's a five game series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have a chance, but I still pick the Yankees. I, I, they're just offensively, I think the Twins are as good, or even maybe a little better. Actually, they might have. Do they have? Do they have more power? Have they hit more homers? Yeah, barely, but yeah. Barely. Yeah. I was going to say barely. They, they did. They've hit a barely. lot of home runs. Barely. Yeah, home runs. The Yankees are certainly catching them, though. Yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, they could surpass them. Well, um, they got D.D. back, and they've got, you know, Judge. And, yeah. Is Stanton coming back, or did he come back? Uh, Not yet. That's just weird. Yeah. How long has he been out? Since May? At least. Yeah. What? Yeah. what and what's his injury? I don't even know. Oh, oh ow. <laughs> Man, I don't know what it is about you, man. She or he likes to attack you. I'm sorry. You want to maybe try using that to keep him at bay? Oh, that's funny. That's uh, it's all good. It's not gonna kill me. If he does it multiple times, or if he tries to like doing like a that's the attack. first time he's ever done that. Yeah. Well, me. he did that to JP two weeks ago. Oh. But we do have that spray bottle, and and he knows what the spray bottle means. Like in my bed, if I if I grab that, he'll yeah. stop what he's doing because he's learned. It's like you know. But there's also that thing where he, he gets excited. He just forgets what his rules are so <laughs> all right so uh jp twinkies or yankees you know the first two first two games are going to be a yankee stadium i gotta go yankees yeah that that, 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 that makes it hard if, too. if it was going to be in minnesota i might make that i might, might change that but it's going to be in yankee stadium the yankees there and they're and that matters is, so much and we've seen that with uh we've seen that with uh those all those series the a's were in in the wild card team yeah. and they end up losing the last game yep. yeah that home field it does matter especially in the playoffs yeah uh, so uh, Washington and Milwaukee. We already said Washington. So yeah, we said Washington. Washington Dodgers. Oh, Dodgers all the way. Nate. Dodgers. I mean, I think the Dodgers just destroy Washington. Yeah, that, that's um, a sweep for me. Yeah, I think that that's not the team that I would worry about. Although you never know. Right. Uh, Atlanta and Cardinals. I'm personally going to go. I'm going to go Braves, but I I'm not secure about it. I'm going. I'll, I'll, that's exactly how I feel. I'll go Braves, but I'm not secure about it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Cardinals. Yeah, I mean it, it, they're so even. Yeah, they, they really they are. Could, it's, it's an even test. It, I, I'm going to go Cardinals. There's to me, it's that there's. I'll not, pick the Braves for a reason though, because to me, neither one of the teams has great starting pitching, which is a big deal. Oh. I I just think that uh, I think the Braves are the one team that can play with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think it'll be, I think it'll be Braves Dodgers, and then I'll 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 pick the Braves to upset the Dodgers. Oh wow! Yeah, I I would definitely I'll, I mean I will pick Dodgers one because I'm a fan, and two because I think they're the best team the Dodgers have had in, in 50 years. Yeah, that's a good team, no but, doubt. But I there I totally agree. In fact, I will say if it's Washington and or the Braves, I think that there's a chance. I think they could also sweep both teams, but if they're not on. We've seen the Dodgers when they're not on this yeah. year. They don't play great. Although I, I think that they might have started, even though they haven't won a World Series, I think they're starting to re-enter Patriot or Bulls territory where they have dominated their division so much. I mean, seven straight years now they've won that division, and they've won 100 games now three times, and people are saying this team is distinctly better huh. yeah, than the I, other two I that think, won 100 games. I, I think they're better. This is a better team than, that, than yeah. they've ever had. Yeah. But here's what's scary is when they played the Yankees, the Yankees made them look bad. They did. I mean, the Yankees. I, I pointed that out. I pointed it out. Oh to yeah. You too. <laughs> no, they spanked the Dodgers. 
And, you know, I mean, it's just, it was just a series. And so, you know, you can't really say, but the American league teams seem to be a step or ahead above. Uh, and, and when, and I say Houston and New York when you know, that's who I mean when right. I say that, I mean, they just seem to kind of have a little bit more of an advantage than everybody but else. You think about know. how awesome that Dodger Houston series was a couple of I years really ago. Want, oh yeah. Boy, yeah. I'd love to see that Seven again. Games, right? Seven yeah. games, right? And, and epic games. Yeah. I mean, that 15 inning game that yeah. that Muncie won and, uh, yeah, yeah know, those are hell of a series. I mean, hell, you take away uh, that son of a bitch, Hugh uh, uh, <laughs> Darvish, and Dodgers might have had themselves a World Series title. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a good way to put that son oh, of a bitch. That, that, that <laughs> bastard. He's um, so streaky. Yeah, he is. Okay, so we're almost down to about a half an hour, so I'm going to go ahead and skip the rest of baseball. Uh, we want to make sure we hit fantasy, uh, and I'd like to run review the injuries in baseball, but so make sure we don't run out of time. JP, you want to jump into yeah, college let's just, football? I'll, I'll run through this real quick. Last night, Utah, number 10 in the country, Gets upset by USC on their third-string quarterback. Matt Fink passed for 351 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Third-string quarterback, guys. Utah has never beaten USC. This is the other game I made money on. USC or Utah has never beaten USC in the Coliseum, ever in the lifetime of the program. Really? Locked it in last night. <laughs> Okay, so in that game, Michael Pittman Jr. caught and, 10 hang, passes hang on, sorry. Uh, yards. Is, is it just USC that plays there, or is UCLA play there as well? Oh, no, no, UCLA plays in the Rose Bowl, Pasadena. They, cross town. Okay, gotcha. Cross town, cross gotcha. town. So Pittman caught 232 yards, but that's the third-string quarterback that beat Utah. Now the Pac-12 is down to three undefeated teams, and this is going to surprise you. One, one of them won't. Cal, undefeated, beat Washington in that uh, delayed game for weather. Uh, watch or Arizona State, who CU has on the docket today. Late game, it's going to be a dark. The heat will be still up in the high 80s. Uh, we'll see what CU. Huge win if CU can beat them. It's a it's it's a that really, Air Force loss was was painful. It was painful, and we're going to see how they bounce back. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad spread. I I like CU in tonight's chances. Can the coach game. get CU to play hot off the bat? That that's would the be problem. so nice. That's yeah. that's the thing we're going to find out tonight because they're going to have, they're gonna right? have to do it because Arizona State can be very explosive fast. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the start of the game. This game is a ten thirty East Coast, so eight thirty our time. I think it's on ESPN two. So late. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So that and Washington State, where um, where our, our, our boy down there in uh, Jacksonville uh, uh, wound up. So uh, what what who. Uh, I, I've been saying his name all morning. I just forgot it. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, the new guy? Yeah, mustache. Minshew. Minshew, Minshew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Graham Minshew. Um, so Minshew wound up there. That was the quarterback last year. Mike Leach is. Uh, he plays UCLA tonight. He is going to run. He is going to throw the ball, run the ball. He's going to do everything. Nate, I'm looking right at you. The over-under on the UCLA-Washington game tonight is 58-and-a-half. I'm going to tell you this. Washington State average scoring 49.3 points a game. UCLA is letting up 31.7 points a game. 58-and-a-half. Bet the over. Okay. I'm telling you that one right now. Mm. The big game of the day, number seven Notre Dame versus number three Georgia. It is a 14-and-a-half point spread. Number seven in the country versus number three in the country. We got a 14 and a half point spread. That's how big of a difference this is. Uh, Look for the Georgia running back by committee. Dalvin Cook's little brother plays on this team. James Cook is on this team, along with a a lot of other good things. Um, Andy has lost 14 of the last 15 games uh, against top five teams under Jim Kelly. 
Jim Kelly or uh, Chad Kelly, and uh, ND has lost ten straight versus top ten teams. Who, who, who's Chip Kelly coaching? No, no, no. Chip Kelly's coaching uh, UCLA. I'm talking oh. Kelly for ND. Oh, um, okay. So the, ND has lost ten straight over top ten teams. Look for Georgia to win by 28 in this game. They are going to demolish Notre Dame. Notre Dame, this Georgia offensive line is massive. They've got a guard that's six foot four, 340 pounds. He is a house. You can't move the guy. Look for them <laughs> to blow this game out of the water and make a statement and bury Notre Dame. Notre Dame next week has to go to what might be a 4-0 Virginia team and play Virginia next week. So very tough stretch for ND football. ND needs to win this game. This is an outright have to win if you want to make the college football play. And Virginia is yeah. actually good? Virginia is 4-0 right now. Wow, can you imagine Virginia dominating or both? Or 3-0, 3-0. So basketball and football? Yes, I that mean, would be amazing. I mean, they have that to make a playoff amazing. and everything. But. Okay, another big game tonight. Number 8 Auburn versus number 17 Texas A&M. A&M is a four-point favorite. This is going to be one of my upset picks, but I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Look for A&M to probably dominate this game. Auburn's offensive line is beaten up since that Oregon game. Um, they're not having really good uh, protection on Bo Nix, the freshman quarterback for Auburn. I'm looking for A&M at home. Uh, I already went over the UCLA. I said uh, bet the over in the Washington State UCLA game, 58-point-something, uh, is, is, uh, 58.5 is the over. CU ASU. You know, I always said, how are the Buffs going to come back? ASU is a seven-point favorite. Look for the Buffs to come out fast in this one, I think. That's what the key is going to be with a new coach. Uh, we got a noon game, which is uh, about to kick off. This is going to be my other upset. It's number 11, Michigan, versus number 13, Wisconsin. Wisconsin opened up as a three-point favorite, so I can't pick them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Michigan's last win Did in you change your segment to the JP's no. favorite of the week? Yeah. Uh, in that town at Camp Randall, came in 2001. They've been 0-4 since. Look for Wisconsin to pound the ball down Harbaugh's throat today. And you, if Shea Patterson doesn't play well, you're going to see Christian McCaffrey's brother Get on the field at quarterback. He played quarterback oh, for Val. Quarterback. Yeah, he Valor Christian quarterback. He's at Michigan. Look for him to get on the field today. Mm-hmm. If Shea, if Shea Patterson doesn't play well, Shea Patterson hasn't played well this year. Isn't that interesting that his the dad was a receiver, first son's a running back, second son's a quarterback. quarterback. So I guess they don't like they, they got it covered, man. They got it covered <laughs> right. except for the defense. I bet side you the they ball. all played quarterback at one. Point, I'd say so. Right? I, they probably <laughs> did. Yeah. So uber uber talented. So look for that. Look for that tonight, you know, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, that's a noon game, so look for it right now. <laughs> so uh, uh, starting at uh, 3.30 Eastern, 1.30 yard time, number 24, Washington, who Cal beat undefeated now, uh, is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at BYU. BYU going back to the old school, Y on the helmet, not the BY, or the, the, the old school, just Y on the helmet. Uh, Washington is four and six as a road favorite. So they are not very good when they're favored on the road. This is a six and a half point spread for Washington. BYU lost to Utah in a tough game in the opening, opening day of the, the season, which is a tough game always. Right. Come back and has played well since. Beat USC last week. Mm. Beat USC last week. That's my upset special. Take BYU. So who is in your, in your in your in your estimation? Who do you think would win? Who right now? Who would you pick to win the Pac-12? Wide open. Really? Um, it is wide open. I'd have to say if I'm going to make a pick right now, it has to be Oregon because they had the loss the first game of the season against Auburn. Mm-hmm. That was a tough game. Yeah. And they lost it at the end. Yeah, I, the, all the boys at our draft at the draft. Yeah. Remember that they were yeah. uh, they were shooken up. So and, uh... <laughs> that that would be my, my 
my my my my foremost thought would be Oregon because okay. of the loss at the beginning. If they win out, they have a chance. Not a very good one to make in a play. You think, you think unless all kinds of things, crazy things happen in college football, which could happen. And what about Cal? You think they hold on at all? I don't think. I don't. I don't think Cal has enough talent to hold through a full season. They gotcha. they, they gotcha. have the talent there. Um, in fact, Cal beat Washington State last year at in Berkeley in a torrential downpour. <laughs> um, they have the talent there. I don't think they can sustain it full season. So they have so. talent, they're not deep. I don't think they're deep enough to do it is, is exactly what it is. And, and you know, you, you talk about the depth on, you know, teams like the Air Force, are they deep enough? And so, you know, I don't think they have the depth there yet okay. to, to be able to do that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, great. Great segment there. So uh, make sure to throw your bets out there. Well, who was your upset of the week? BYU. BYU. I got to go. So. Beat, they just beat Southern Cal and they're on a hot streak. They're on a roll. Go BYU. The uh, Is BYU I, a Mormon school or is it just a... I mean, Bruin, probably, Bruin Young, yeah. right? I mean, that's the guy, right? Yeah. I mean, you could say, yeah, you could say that. But uh, you know what? Like I said, Washington, I think, was a little overrated at the beginning of the season, and I think that showed in the loss to Cal, even though that was weather related, just like the Iowa State game. Um, but uh, I, I really, I think BYU is starting to get back on track here, and I think Washington is starting to show the team that they really are. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so let's jump through the NFL real quick before we hit fantasy, which I do think it's important to just yeah. review these fantasy uh, performers. It's it's yeah, I mean, what a what a fun year in some ways. What a what a dis- uh, not discouraging um, and not disappointing. What would you call that? Uh, Put it this way: I played the team I played had Patrick Mahomes opening day as their starter, and I tied. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just yeah. There's just it's 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 been a weird year. Um, but what I wanted to cover mostly in the NFL is just the injuries. My Ridiculous. God, I mean, so the, just the latest one, the one that's just more most recent. I even have on here was Cam Newton. Yeah, so Cam's out. out for a game. He, and, and not only the guys are out for the year, some of these guys are out for just a game. Yeah. But I just think it was important to note how many stars are gone. So I mean, that's one big one right there, right? I mean, not not having him for the week. Um, uh, their backup isn't a great backup, and that team is not much it's, without it's, Cam Newton. Well, who it is? It's, it's Kyle Allen from Texas A&M. He played for Texas A&M. Yeah, why are they starting Greer? Uh, two two green. Uh, yeah, two green. Kyle Allen is uh, two years removed from it, or, or he's two years in the system. And he was the one that beat out Kyler Murray to start. Is yep. that what it was? Okay. Yeah, so. that's because this is the rematch of Kyler Murray and Kyle yeah, Allen. Yeah, the old <laughs> teammates. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Big Ben done for the year so yeah. i know it's an elbow is it is it is it ulnar collateral uh ucl it's, whatever it's it is basically tommy john who it is a uh, big ben yeah oh, this yeah. is a non-contact injury it's, it's basically tommy john <sighs> out for the year and now I mean, they say that um and i don't mean to interrupt you fine. uh they say that coming back as a quarterback from tommy john's is much faster than a pitcher okay because you got to wonder at his age is that just that? I mean, yeah. I mean, hell, Big Ben was talking about retirement two years ago. Exactly. My, my at this point might just be like, hang it up, you know. And quite yeah. frankly, Mason Rudolph is his replacement, uh, quarterback at Oklahoma State, very capable, gunslinger, good quarterback. But Looked I'm good gonna, last week. I'll tell you what, I might sit Juju this week. Yeah, it's it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's so hard to to bench, you know, a first or second round I know, pick. I know. I, but sometimes you had to be you had to play that. But the numbers. I got I mean, DK Metcalf in Seattle up there. He got me a touchdown in yardage last year. He's doing well. He's been good. Doing well. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Russell <laughs> likes him a lot. And I just I I look at Mason. I mean, he could he could really bobble this game. Well, I think Rudolph though he looks very capable. He he's last definitely week. capable. I mean, so if I you think watch them at Oklahoma, fantasy wise, yeah. I'm not sure they'll win. 
But I, if, you know, if, that's if, not what matters in fantasy. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you looked at him in Oklahoma State, he is a gunslinger. He will sling that ball everywhere around the field. And in today's NFL, that's probably a better default yes. than the opposite. He, he, that's going to be a game time decision for this game. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees. So thumb I'm ligaments. Quarter, I'm the quarterback killer here, man. I killed uh, Garoppolo too. last year, <laughs> and now Drew Brees. I, I got I got Big Ben, baby. He was down. He's down. Um, so that's. Do we really think he's coming back in six weeks? No. Think he comes back if they make the playoffs? Yes. I think he comes back in eight weeks. Do I think, they make the playoffs? Teddy's. Because he comes back in eight weeks, which would be week ten. Yeah. And let's say they're five hundred. Teddy can play five hundred ball. I think yeah. Teddy can play 500 ball. And look too. at the division. That helps. Don't forget, Teddy Teddy made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, Teddy. Oh, was, I don't think Teddy's bad. Teddy was their Pro Bowl quarterback in yeah. Minnesota. I actually was surprised they let him the go. Injury. I was surprised they let him go when they did let him yeah. go. Yeah. I, I mean, he was capable. And yeah. who did he back up? Did he back up the Patriots for a while there? No, he was. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? Uh, he went well, to. Uh, didn't he go to the Jets? Jets. He went to Jets. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Jets. And the Jets traded him because. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, for whatever reason, want him. So. Too bad they didn't hang on to him. They could have used him all darn old as that with kissing disease. Yeah, how many girls is he kissing in New York City? Well, we'll have to assume a million. <laughs> um, yeah. A.J. Green, still out. Uh, they're He's saying best case, best case scenario, two more weeks. I don't think that's even happening. I don't. He's old, and he is He was injured brittle. last year. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think he's just done. This is yeah. the same injury. I think he's like Tyler Eifert. Like Eifert actually caught a touchdown. I think last week yeah, or the week before. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But I mean, but he's not like. But that was a, a red zone target. You know, he's not. He's not spreading the field. He's not distancing himself from yeah. from cornerbacks. And I don't think that Green's going to do that either. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. And I know a lot of people drafted him and got stashed him. I, so I know. We'll see what happens. Uh, David Njoku, this one really hurt because he's the only tight end I took in my keeper or my, uh, you know, my, my auction league, um, yeah. IR. So he can come back, but I just, man, it was, it's like all these injuries like pop up two days after the games, like on Tuesdays, these are all popping up. And you're yeah. like, why did this not come up during the game? I yeah. mean, how are these guys getting hurt suddenly? Yeah. But maybe they just, maybe adrenaline helps you play through it. And then, and then things get worse. Yeah. Michael Gallup. That was one of my biggest sleepers this year. Have him on two leagues having a great year so far. Um, now, he's not hurt long-term, it doesn't sound like. Hopefully one week, maybe a second week. Yeah. I think it's concussion protocol. But, uh, um, if I remember right. But anyway, so that, but that's a, that, that's what makes a difference on, on the Cowboys. That makes a difference because that, that hurts Cooper a lot. That means that they don't have a strong second receiver. It also hurts um, Jason Witten, who's been a pretty darn good fantasy performer so far. Uh, Juan James for the Broncos. Yep. Broncos make two big signings. Well, they had three kind of big signings, but the two biggest ones, McClanahan and this guy, both out. McClanahan hasn't played it. Hasn't played it down. James, I don't know. I don't even know what happened to James. I'm not even sure how bad the injury is. That's just bad, though. I mean, you make two off-season acquisitions to bolster your team, and they're yeah. both not playing. Yeah. In my opinion, the Broncos should be going out of their minds to get uh, the DB out of Jacksonville Ramsey who wants a trade, yeah. but I haven't even heard them mentioned as a potential they're, they're, landing they're, spot. They're not even in the conversation. I'd, I'd give up two second-rounders. Right now in the conversation guy. is the Eagles, trade, uh, the Eagles, uh, the Chiefs. I've heard um, the Chiefs are like the most dominant landing spot. Yeah, for for Ramsey. Ramsey. But they want two, two first-rounders. I think the Vikings yeah. should give them Kirk Cousins and two first-rounders. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know Who's what? your backup? Uh, it's a guy, uh, Mannion. He backed up Goff last year. Okay. Yeah. I just think that as far as the Eagles, that makes it a, a 
the Eagles and the Chiefs, I think, are are most willing. I don't know if they're willing to give up two first rounders. I think it's more like a first rounder and something else. But uh, yeah. But the if you're a team that has to give up a couple first rounders, you want to be a team that's going to go into the playoffs and go deep because then it's like, oh well, we're losing a you know the 24th pick in the draft. Still hurts to lose a first round pick. But you're picking up the, a Pro Bowl talent. You're, you're picking up one of the best lockdown corners in the business. Yeah, I mean, it changed, it changed your defense overnight. I just think if the Broncos brought in a shutdown corner to put across from Chris Harris, all of a sudden that defense, which has looked pretty good, well, looks great, even though they haven't got a sack. Well, and here, here's, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, especially with the Eagles. I mean, I mean their main competition is, is the Cowboys. And how, how would you not like to have a shutdown corner playing against that Cowboys offense right now? Oh, I mean, just have a shutdown corner, period. I mean, that just changes your team, man. That just changes the whole scope of things. Uh, the reason that we're laughing, for the people who can't see, I'll post this on Instagram, too. Um, my cat has passed out on my slipper. Do you have the uh, straight post Instagram for us? Those that? Do you what? have the straight post Instagram for straight for sh- Straight post Instagram? Yeah, it's picture straight in. Oh, I probably could. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, 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 can, I can put it up. I think I've got, I mean, I've got, I've got our Instagram account on here at some point. I just don't know how to log in and out anymore. It's been so long for me. I'm, I'm not very Instagram. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah. All right. Well, he he. Our, our, our Gizmo's up there. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's having a hoot though, man. Yeah. Oh, I need to add that, so I'll have to get the information for it. That's on my old phone that I had the Instagram. Well, so yeah, a lot of impactful injuries. Well, Nick Foles. Oh yeah. Out for most of the well, year. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? Yeah. yeah. But Gar- mustache, Min- mustache with, looks with, good. with Minshew in there. I mean, Jacksonville is taking the Minshew. Yeah, Minshew is a six-round steal like Brady was. Oh, quite dude, frankly, mustache looks great. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's rolling. He was yeah. great at Washington State. He is a character. He is confident. Yeah. He is not going to back down. Yeah, he has no fear. He's a leader. And he's got, like, he's got he's that chip on his if, shoulder. If I was Nick, I'd let them buy you out of the contract and head back to Philly as a backup. <laughs> Take the money and run. Nick wants to start somewhere. He doesn't need to. Uh, <laughs> he, just, Nick. he just wanted his millions. Let's not forget Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Out since week, out since the first quarter for me, uh, and he's going to be gone for another at least two or three weeks. Yep. That, that's the best case scenario. Yep. Could be a lot worse. Thank God he didn't have surgery. Uh, Sam Darnold, we talked about the the kissing disease. Yep. Hunter Henry, shocker, he's he's hurt, out. Who knows how long? Uh, Trevor Simeon, you know what? He had that gruesome, kind of gruesome look. I didn't think it looked as bad as everybody kind of thought it did. I mean, it looked painful, and he tore some ligaments, so obviously it's bad. But, I mean, he walked off the field. He did. You thought it was, I wouldn't have thought it was that serious, but, I yeah. mean, I guess walking is a lot different than playing. Well, you got to remember, yeah. Carson Wentz walked off, played two more plays with, a, with torn ligaments in his knee out in L.A., and then walked off the field. True. I played two <laughs> innings after I tore my ACL in softball. Yeah. Now, I didn't have a complete tear, yeah. so – but if you, had a, if you had a complete tear, I don't think you can. I don't think you can hold your knee. But I don't know if you no. had complete tears or not. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't remember anymore. Actually, probably not if he was able to walk. But because uh, I mean, my uncle he tore his ACL out hunting and had to like drag an elk on one leg, like on oh, the they, ground, like they, kicking. When I tore mine out, they carried me off the field. Yeah, so you had, you had a complete tear. <laughs> I take it. What's that? You had a complete oh, tear. Oh yeah, yeah, I was gone. Yeah. <laughs> then all your stability. My my, my 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 knee looked like a softball immediately. <laughs> that's, uh, how, that's how bad the swelling was. God, those splint, those natural splints hurt like a mother. Uh, hey, quick note on the Finns. Fitzmagic is out, and Rosen is in. So good luck for Nate's dynasty team. Uh, maybe you can get a, a quarterback. Year, maybe, but but well, yeah, but I mean, at least at least get him some playing time. Yeah. You, know, you hate to have a guy's development stop because yeah. he's not playing. It's funny. I. Sh- I really, sh- I've been starting Cousins because that's who I thought would be my best quarterback. But has he not been good? 
No. Oh, he hasn't been throwing very much, has he? No. Yeah, because it's been hurting me with Diggs. Diggs hasn't been doing shit. Yeah, and yeah, he hasn't been doing squat, so he's been terrible. So I'm benching him this week, but I don't know if I should do Keenum or uh, Kyler Murray or Josh Rosen. It's like, damn. Right. How do you pick the worst of the shit or the uh, best of the shit? But Case Keenum, you're shitty. You're shitty. You're, oh, he's actually been good. He's the number five quarterback in fantasy. So, yeah, that's yeah. what he got on here. Yeah. yeah. So he's rolling. So let's jump into that. So top ten QBs. Well, so now football guys. I remember reading this all summer long, and I have I had Lamar Jackson in my dynasty team. Yeah. And you know he had been just like a running guy last time. It wasn't that great, but they kept they were just touting the hell out of him. Lo and behold, we're two. And it was only two weeks in, of course. But Lamar is crushing it. I yeah. mean course that week one six touchdown performance is a big deal but uh or five touchdowns uh but looking Dalton. great yeah against the, against the fins and brady looked great against them as well yeah uh but what a great start to a year so he looks like he's the real deal so far we'll see if it continues of course but that's a nice that's a nice boon for a guy who was a rookie last year number two big shocker patrick mahomes yeah and no one thought he was gonna do anything this year so that you know that that's just blowing your socks off uh dak prescott though at number three yep been very efficient with the ball yeah uh now i'm not sure the cowboys have played what you would call tough teams no they played they played the the giants and the skins so that's kind of like a dream matchup right there and they got the dolphins this week uh, oh gosh wow pick up dak again for your dfs uh what happened to what happened to the giants defense didn't they sign all these guys two years ago and draft all these guys well here's the thing the giants are they benched eli they're going to put in daniel jones the Giants have so many problems, except for the running back position, that everywhere it, else, right? Everywhere else, they have problems. I mean, it's just across the board. You can put Daniel Jones in. I mean, if, if you're going to pick him that high, I mean, you might as well. But you have so many problems across the board. You need to well, address it. You're, you're owing to your aging, you know, your aging superstar quarterback looks just like a turd. Looks just done, the, the, right? Eli looks done. So uh, why not start him? The, why not get him the some? The thing reps? I worry about with Daniel Jones is. You get him in there, and he stinks up the joint, and he loses confidence. Or you get him hurt, you yeah. know, behind that, that offensive line. Yeah, that line. would be my biggest that's, concern. That's a concern just because they don't have – outside of Saquon, they don't have much talent on that team. No. And I think I think Sterling Shepard might be out with a toe injury. He's in yeah. this week. I mean, their tight end's pretty Sterling, talented. Sterling Shepard is going to start this week. He is going to start. Okay, yeah. I know that was yep. questionable midweek. Evan Ingram's talented. He is. But, yeah, their defense is they, – they have holes all over the place. And offensive line. Is yeah, they're really offensive poor. line. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just – that's one of the things, you know, it's, it's – it's, you know, look at who the Cowboys are playing right now, you know, in, in those three teams. Now, granted, the Redskins jumped on the Eagles. The Eagles came back, and they, you know, they had that late garbage touchdown to make it look close. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, what's the point spread? 21 and a half here, Nate, for uh, the Cowboys-Dolphins game this week? At I mean, how do, how do you even put a point spread with the Dolphins I anymore? think it's 23, actually. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I bet how, against, how you, I bet against that spread last a, week, and I don't, I can't do it again. Oh, man. you? Well, I was in guys like, dude, nineteen point spreads. Those are, I, I'm just, dude. Well, you're sitting there watching. You're like, all Miami has to do is just get one touchdown at the end. There, Patriots will just run until the clock runs out, and they'll, and they'll be covering. Instead, they throw back to back pick sixes and yeah. game over. So I, it, it, I don't know. It's point spreads in the Dolphins this year. I don't. Maybe we should tr- treat them like a like an FCS team in in, in college. Uh, you, I, you can't get I swear to God, you know what I want to do? I want to do is I either want to I want to take the Patriots, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins the rest uh, of the year. on on teasers oh. the rest of the year because I bet you you'll win a lot of them. You know, I'd say you would, or at least take the Patriots and the and the Chiefs on a teaser. I mean, how often are you going to lose that bet? I mean, I'm well if I do it every game, but you know, I mean, for most people, that seems like a pretty good bet. 
They seem know. to cover a lot. Yeah. That's for sure. I'd say and if you if give you have them six to, extra points, that helps. If you look if you look at the uh, if you look at the Dolphins' schedule, the only team right now that might cover the point spread or they cover the point spread against is the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> if they play them all, Sam but, Darnold but, on the bench. Yeah, but that, I'd have to look at their whole schedule to see who they play. <laughs> yeah. But out of the AFC East. So just to run down the rest of the quarterbacks quickly, Tom Brady, no shocker, as he played Miami. Uh, Andy Dalton, kind of having a resurgence here a little bit. They playing almost, well. I almost picked him up as a free agent when Brees went down, but I, t- I, I, I took uh, I, Allen. I don't think – yeah, Josh Allen is doing what he did last well, year, man. He's I'll getting those what, rushing touchdowns. I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, um, Ginger, when I looked at both <laughs> – when I looked at both of the quarterbacks, Ginger has a much tougher schedule the next six weeks than Josh Ginger. Allen does. <laughs> Ginger. Hey, I still the love Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. I still love Mike Cullen uh, wins the Cinnamon Cannon. The, yeah, uh, but, 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 yeah, Dalton has a, a six weeks. The, the next six games for Dalton are much tougher than Josh Allen's next six weeks. Gotcha. gotcha. That's why I sway because I was different. ready to take Andy Dalton. Mm. Shit, might as well just drop maybe drop one of your bench guys and pick them both up and then just play matchups, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Case Keenum, we talked about, he's having a bit of a resurgence, playing well in a Washington team that has no receivers. Somehow he's making passes. He is, yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz having a nice little year. I mean, uh, Deshaun going out was brutal. I mean, yeah. man, after the first game, Boy, really, you Deshaun. My trade. Yeah. He did, huh? <laughs> you should have took my trade. What oh, was, was it? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't even see it. No. Emmanuel Sanders for Deshaun Watt. Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. After the first week, you made that trade? Yeah. Oh, wow. Or this oh. week. This week. Oh. I, I just made it. Oh, well, you did? No, I hadn't seen well, it. Well, yeah, but you're not going to get Deshaun for four weeks or however <laughs> long it is. Yeah, that's off the uh, board. Shoot. Then Matt Stafford, who I guess not a big surprise, although we just lost, um, what's his name, right? Galladay's out now for a long time. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. he went down with a yeah. bad injury. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson and then Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is basically who, exactly who uh, they, you know, they were predicting big things for him this year. Not looking good so far. Uh, I'm more concerned about how bad Devontae Freeman is looking. Uh, I should have traded him to you, man. He looks terrible. I got him uh, on another team, and, yeah, he's been killing me. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I benched him last week. I may play him this week because I've got uh, Damian Williams out with an injury. I'm but. playing him this week, too, just to see how he does one more time. Well, you just feel like as soon as you bench him, he's going to go off for 37 points. and Of course. And uh, and all that. Before we jump to the rest of the positions, do you want to do your uh, ups or your uh, bets of the week? Yeah, sure. Um so it's been kind of a rough start to the season. Yeah. Um, I don't think we, I think we went 0-4 the first week, which is the first time I've ever gone 0-4. And we did, and, and we should acknowledge it. We did have to, on the gambling corner, if you go check that out on our website at the sportsoffensive.com, we've got Nate's gambling corner there. Uh, there was a buy, a rebuy or a buy-in a uh, second time. I'm sorry. I was one for four. One for four. So I did hit one. I, I don't think I've ever gone over. So, Anyway, recapping last week, I did have the Vikings covering against the Packers, which did not happen. I had the Giants covering against the Bills, which did not happen. But then we had the Chiefs covering against the Raiders, which did happen. And then our bonus game was the Falcons covering against the Eagles, which also happened. So we ended up doing okay there. Uh, that was a we're wild back game. Up, yeah, was. back up to 300. So we're hanging in there. Um so this week, guys, real quick, I'll just blaze through these. Um, the first one is Colts minus one at home uh, against uh, – oh, shoot, I didn't write down their opponent. Uh, they're playing uh, – you guys are going to have to look it up for me. I can't think of it off the top uh, of my Which game head. is that, Nate? The Colts game. Colts are playing Atlanta Thank at home. you, thank you. 
so right. Colts are at home minus one against the Falcons. Um, I wow. know a lot of people one. are thinking, yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking that Atlanta breaks their funk and, you know, this is going to be the week that they come out and do <laughs> well. I just think the Colts are a better team overall, even without Andrew Luck. Uh, they show they can run the football. Uh, they have a really good offensive line. I think Marlon Mack's out. Yeah, he I might think, be. He's doubt. He, he was doubtful. I think I saw. Yeah, I got to move morning. him out. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'll probably start. I don't know if I start Adrian or if I start. We'll see. Either way, uh, I got Col- I got Colts in that game, uh, and then we've got game two, which is the Patriots. And uh, they, I didn't write down that matchup either. Jets. Jets, thank you. I've got them at minus 21 and a half, which Woo! seems yeah. like a monstrous spread. But the way that defense, I think it might be Belichick's best defense of all time. Yep. Maybe it's his best dangerous. offense, too. It could be. <laughs> best team, yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think they're going to just roll. I think they win by like 24 to 30. Um, and then I've got the Rams on the final one I'm, and look, see who they play. Rams are playing, uh, Browns. Thank you. Rams, Browns. Everybody's still in high Cleveland. in Cleveland. Yeah. Everybody's still high on Cleveland. They're going to go in there and spank little brothers, but, uh, <laughs> the Rams are better than people think. I know they're two and oh, but, uh, they're they're a good football team, man. And Gurley's only going to get better as the season. Yeah, he looks fine. All that all that trepidation yeah, he, early on, he looks yeah, fine. He looks fine. Uh, the only difference is they're not getting the goal line carries, and that's probably just a preventative thing. Well, I, they're like, I, why not? They've got that rookie who's big they, and they, bruiser. They've got the rookie. Plus, you know, it's a 16 game season. Yeah. You don't want to break them in the first half of the season. And you know that he does have a breakdown point, right? Yeah. He does only have so many miles yeah. per season. You know, you always yeah. break the season down into in quarters. Fours, fours, and fours, and fours. Yep. Basically, you don't want to break him in the first four. Imagine if you had him in his best like in, in that Patriots Super Bowl game. Yeah. You, you gotta, know, even though, even though, I mean, I don't think that C.J. Anderson did poorly, but you can get that, that tough two yards you had to get to get a first down. Who just gonna, got dropped by the line? You I can know, imagine how my, my one fantasy team is that I have uh, Devontae Freeman, and uh, who were we just talking about? Gurley? Gurley. Gurley. Those are my two running backs. And then I got Deshaun Jackson as my number two receiver. <laughs> so, you know, week one, I was great. I killed right. him. <laughs> um, anyway, so moving on to the last bonus pick, guys. This is going to be the first time this year I've picked an over-under. Uh, we've got Chiefs-Ravens game is at 52 and a half right now. Uh, both those teams are scoring at a pretty high rate. Now, I know the Ravens do have a pretty good defense, but nobody's been able to shut down Patrick Mahomes except Jacksonville last year. So I'm going to roll with the overs there. Uh, I think what was it again? 50? 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Yeah. So I think both teams can get the 30 pretty easily. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to roll with that as my bonus. Those are the picks, boys. Good luck. Excellent. Right. Excellent. Yeah, let's see. Let's, let's turn this season around. I'm, I was telling JP, I think I may throw one more hundred in there because I just got paid and everything. And yeah. I was like, yeah, just, I'll, I'll just do $25. Bet I, I, I came back a little, a little bit. bit last week. You know, it's just, yeah, it is. It is. I'm just, it is. I, I don't think I've ever lost seven in a row. And it's just like, there's nothing you can really do. I mean, when you're losing that many in a row, you know, I mean, you're, yeah. and then even if you win one in there, you're winning less than the total amount because you have to bet more than you, you know, to win the 50 or the 100, you have to yeah. bet more than that. Yeah. And uh, boy, it just takes that account balance down 
real and, quick. And, yep. and if you got your Wisconsin uh, Michigan bet in, Wisconsin is up seven nothing on Michigan in the first quarter. Excellent. And that's who you chose to take was Wisconsin. I said take Wisconsin. That was going to be that they wound up being favored in that game. Ah, but is it I, a one I, point favorite or uh, four three? Point? It was a people. Okay. Um, but I said take Wisconsin because uh, Michigan has not won there in since two thousand and one. So at running back in fantasy, number one, Austin Eckler. M- Melvin Gordon who? Exactly. Boy, he just – Melvin Gordon shit the bed. kicked himself in the nuts. He shit that the was bed. dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook, your yeah. boy, rolling through two weeks. It's all about whether or not he stays healthy. Christian McCaffrey, no surprise there. I think there. he's going to have a huge week this week too against I, Oakland. I think he'll have a huge week as long as he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, he could be the number one running back as long as he's healthy. Yeah. I just, I mean, no talent, no question on the talent to me. Uh, Derek Henry, number four. Stick that in your crowd, Chi-Town. Uh, having a good year. Didn't have a great weekend or game this week. It was a torrential downpour oh, in Jacksonville. Oh, horrible. Uh, Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette actually ended up getting that 71-yard run. It's which kind of saved a double stick that in your crotch because he has Antonio Brown. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Except that he still beat me when I when he didn't have Antonio and Derek had a great game in week one. Still lost. Um, Derek Henry uh, did have a touchdown in the uh, closing moments of or uh, near the end of the fourth quarter, I think it was, uh, to get Tennessee on the touchdown yeah. board Is and save his week. last year? Oof. He looked good in that game. I don't think it didn't feel like it was his fault. It was like ah, it was with that that return man screwing the whole thing when he fumbled it right near the yeah. goal line on that first that first kick or first punt from Jacksonville that just killed him. Saquon Barkley, uh, no surprise there. I'm sure he'll be near the top by the time we get to the end here. Uh, Le'Veon Bell not doing bad, looking okay, looking like he's still got what it takes. Uh, the offense these plays on is not as good as his last one, but uh, not terrible. Marlon Mack. Good call, Nate. You said he was going to have a big year. I did not think he would. He's looking pretty good. Even if he misses this week, at this point, he's played well. I read an article before the year uh, that said he he led the league in carries, I think, like the last like seven weeks last year. Uh-huh. And so, I don't know. I knew after – well, at the time, luck was still there mm-hmm. So when I drafted him, but – um, and I, I knew the Colts were going to be a good team this year, and I knew they were going to give him the ball a lot. So that was the only thing I was like, if they're going to feed him, yeah, if they're going to feed him twenty, twenty-five times a game, he's going to get a hundred yards, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that touches is everything, uh, especially when you have so many of these running back by committees yeah. going on. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. So no big surprise there that he's in the top ten. He's not doing as well as I would have thought. But well, they're not giving him the touches. Right. Because they, they, they haven't needed. They haven't needed to. Yeah. No. And why not keep him healthy when you exactly. know he missed training yeah. camp and stuff, yeah. right? Uh, Mark Ingram, we all thought he'd have a good year, and I think he's coming through with almost exactly what I thought he would. Be a nice top seven running back. How about that? I got three in the top seven. That's really good. Who's your third? Oh, Dalvin. Um, yeah. David Johnson, looking like he's coming back, looking like he's having a nice rebound year. Yeah. Um, he actually, I mean, there's there's a lot of these running backs have done really, really well. Uh, David Johnson's done well. He's just not higher up because so many guys have done so well this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, nice to see him rebounding to the player that we thought he could be. And then your bonus guy, Josh Jacobs, rookie from the Raiders, looking really good, looking like a yeah. very strong runner. I'll be interested to see how he does against a good defense this week against in the Vikings. And he's got a slight injury, so you know once once the injuries start piling up, that that can change uh, change your prognosis. Uh, or your diagnosis or yeah. prognosis. I don't know which word. Um, wide receiver. 
John Ross the third. Number one. Boy, he is. I mean, after the first week, I almost picked him up. And I'm thinking about benching in one of my leagues. We're down to 90 seconds. We are. All right, so we'll burn through it. Uh, Sammy Watkins, number two. That's mostly because of that week one performance. Marquise Brown, also because of that week one performance. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Emmanuel Sanders, nice back, and then a nice bounce back for the Achilles injury. We've got Keenan Allen, and Keenan Allen having a nice uh, bounce back after a, a terrible year last year. Larry Fitzgerald, the old man, never gets tired. Julio Jones actually got a touchdown in the first week of the season. OBJ, a massive ki- uh, touchdown pass that actually cost me a win last week. Um, DJ Chark or Clark, uh, I don't know who the hell he is for tennis. Chark, yeah. Man, I, boy, I, Sharpay was there, I thought, him, but boy, he's got all these points. Andre Hopkins and Michael Thomas, no big surprises there. Tight end, Mark Andrews, Evan Ingram, Travis Kelsey, Delaney Walker, TJ Hawkinson, Vance McDonald, Zach Ertz, Greg Olson, Darren Waller, Will Disley. Only big shock to me there would probably be Mark Andrews at number one. But some people had touted him in in Baltimore. Yeah. Anyway, that is our show today. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in. If you tuned in early, I know it's a, we had a, a bit of an early rise for everyone, but we'll be back on normal schedule tomorrow. And uh, any parting next words? Week. Next week. Oh, what did I say tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a show tomorrow. What the hell? <laughs> um, any parting words for the uh, listeners out there? Podcast? Go Vikes. Go Vikes. Hey, go Broncos. As always, offensive out. No go Eagles? <laughs>